0: is Thursday, the 4th of October 2018. This is The Gap, episode 439. I'm Luke Loro, Job Gore is here, and I'm a little tired. I just got off a
1: plane. Got off a plane? Oh, boy, are your arms tired? <laughs> no, that's, that's if you flew in. Fuck. I screwed it up. But uh, I didn't. But you didn't what?
0: Didn't fly in. I got a plane. You got a plane? Yeah.
1: Like a greater western plane? Exactly. Yeah, Um, puns, baby. That's where we're. That's the level we're on. Luke's jet lag. We're out. I'm generally lazy. Uh, Yeah, you're. You're not getting your best when you come to the gap. You're getting, you know, the rest. And uh, that's all. All that we can really promise. Yeah, and that's all we've got time for today. Uh, Sadly, um, yeah, we're gonna have to wrap it up. Uh, It was good. Um, If you want to listen to more of the gap, check us out on iTunes. uh, The Gap. Uh, Go to thegap.com. And uh you can that is buy, not s- our website. buy some of our shirts. Uh <laughs> okay, that one, yeah, okay. I didn't know where you were going with that uh, one uh, yeah. but we uh, see what you did. Anyway, um yeah, no, we're not affiliated. Uh I just want to make that very clear and we've never pretended to be affiliated. Not even just then when I pretended to be affiliated. We're not. Uh it was we are definitely not. It right. was it was for purposes of um fair use and parody. But yes i've heard if you say that at the end of uh any youtube you can get away with fucking anything so pretty much anything yeah so that's the dream uh that's good stuff um yeah good episode um yeah thanks for coming luke uh where did you fly in from um lax lax you flew in from yep. lax yeah, would you so say that we boy to- are your arms tired because now you're stating that you flew in as opposed to taking a plane uh your story's changing
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you saw the news this morning, oh. um, but, but there was an emergency landing um, at Sydney International Airport, a plane coming in from LAX what? had to w- <laughs> run out of fuel, uh, and apparently it turned out it was just an like, instrument issue, Oh, um, but I, I think what was going on, like they were, must have been in a holding pattern or something above Sydney. Yep and um and they were like no fuck you we're landing wow and so they just landed and like all the close uh the major roads around the airport were closed um and so after you land and you find out that this has happened yeah it's quite interesting yeah
1: uh so was it your plane or
0: no it wasn't my plane it was a it was like a american one either it was delta probably united, united uh, delta. yeah. no no to be united because um virgin and delta are a code shared right
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there are still Delta, like, actual Delta-run fights out of Sydney. Right. I know this because I have had the unfortunate pleasure of being on one once, and it is the fucking worst. Imagine you, like, get to the fucking gate, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's a Virgin flight. Virgin Australia is usually pretty good. Uh, the food's okay, and then you get, and the fucking tail says Delta, and you're like, oh, God. And that was, that was mm. one of the ones where um, where they painted my seat. Do you remember okay. this story? One, yeah, one yeah. time when I was flying back and uh, the seat had blue paint on it. I'm like, uh, I can't sit here. The, the seat has paint on it. And the flight attendant was like super shirty. She's like, oh, oh. Uh. She pops the fucking seat out, walks away, comes back with a seat that doesn't have paint on it. Like... As if, first of all, I'm terribly inconveniencing her because I don't want to sit in paint. And second of all, like, their seats can't just be fucking really easily replaced. Crazy. Anyway, Delta sucks. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Fuck Delta. Uh, So, yeah, it wasn't you. It was an American one. Uh, Was this, like, maybe they were just trying to get in before fucking curfew. Everyone else? Curfew. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So just trying to Um, snake it through
0: so we were actually delayed a little bit from... because generally like when you fly in from LAX the planes leave around between like 10.30 and midnight so they can get in uh, for curfew. Bang on curfew. Uh, Yeah, at Sydney Airport and um, our flight was delayed. We got on there and we must have been sitting at the actual um, like the terminal still for I don't know an hour and a half maybe? (laughs) Like they load up everybody and then they're like oh actually we're now unloading six passengers and we've got to fucking take all their bags off due to regulation or whatever what and then so so we're like oh fucking hell so I don't know what these guys were doing out the front um that caused them to get fucking unloaded from the plane yeah um but I could like I was I had a window seat towards the back like all the Australian crew out the back and I could see them going through like all the bags um like they unloaded all the bags and they're going through like trying to find six people's bags right um and this went on for fucking ages and then eventually we they they must have found the bags they put them all back in and they go and went like we're taxiing down the runway yeah and all of a sudden like the fucking plane stops and it was like it was a decent stop like the fucking brakes went on um uh, and like, cause I like cuz at that stage I was watching something on my my tablet and I actually actually like I had to grab my tablet to stop it from falling on the fucking oh, ground. okay. And I was like, oh, okay, that was that was pretty hard. And then we don't move for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally the fucking captain comes on, and he's like, "Ah, uh, we've had to stop. As you may have noticed, we had to put the brakes on pretty hard. There's a bunch of witches' hats, <laughs> like, laying out on the tarmac. What? It looks like a car's dropped them all, so we're going to have to wait for someone to come pick them up. <laughs> like traffic controllers. Wow. And so we're sitting there for, like, another fucking 20 minutes waiting for... I want to come pick up these witches' hats.
1: That's amazing. Anyway, LAX is pretty good. Um, Just really fucking nailing it that night, huh?
0: Just nailing that LA experience. So yeah, that was actually only half of the leg. Um, It was probably like a thirty-six, maybe close to forty-hour transit for us. So we flew in from LAX. We were in uh, Washington, and from Washington, we we got a flight from West Virginia. Right. Um,
1: I have no idea about American geography. So I yeah, have no so idea well, how that would work. But I assume that Washington... You're talking about Washington, D.C.? Yes. And uh, that's on the right-hand side of the... the eastern side of the yep. country, east right? Yeah, east yep. Is West, so one side West Virginia the other. over there as well?
0: Yeah, West Virginia is out... Um, back towards that way as well. It's like a little bit more in. It's like the next state across. Right. Um, so we got a... Um, I'll go back to start. So, for LAX yeah. to, um, to to Washington. Yep. Um, and this is for Fallout 76. I'm invited by Bethesda to go check it out. Yep. Um, they flew a bunch of um, Australian media content creators out there. And uh, we got in pretty early and spent a day in Washington, D.C. Did a bunch of exploring. Um, it sounds like you've not been there before, but that's basically like where... Uh, the White House is, um, like, a bunch of the, the monuments. There's a giant fucking <laughs> like Abraham Lincoln statue from The Simpsons. You know that one?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, yeah. That's the only cultural reference point, that and, I guess, parks and recreation that I have for Washington, D.C. I've never... Oh, and I guess it gets blown up in Independence Day, but apart from that, yeah. like, I've got no fucking... No connection to Washington, D.C. Was it boring as fuck? Because it seemed like it would be boring as fuck.
0: So we walked around, like in that sort of where Washington, um, sorry, where like the White House is and the Washington Monument, um, and the the I was nearly going to say Lincoln Park. <laughs> um, the Lincoln statue is it, it's sort of in like a T shape, um, and so we started off at the Lincoln statue and went inside there. A lot of people, pretty touristy, sure as you'd expect. Yeah, um, took a to- bunch of photos, got right up there. Um, and then we basically walked from there across the park you go, you go through like um, uh, down near the war memorial which is at the end of that giant like fucking water area I don't know what you call it Right. Like a, the,
1: yeah. the national mall or whatever the fuck they call it Yeah.
0: And there's a memorial down there um, and then you go a bit further and that's where the, the monument is so uh, fucking the giant pole um, <laughs> concrete uh, yeah, pole that's yeah, in the yeah. sky fucking Spider-Man was swinging around it in his last movie mm-hmm. um, and then from there we went up to the White House um, and uh, had a look out front of there took some photos it went around the back of the White House and there was a couple of more people around there took a couple more photos and then from there we went to a, a bar uh, grabbed some lunch nice um, saw some FBI buildings like it's a lot of government buildings in there it's kind of like fucking Canberra, I guess, in a way. Right, yeah. Um, but with some big statues and shit. Sure. Very clean city. Extremely clean. I've not been to a American city that was that clean. Oh, okay. Um, it, like, it is insanely clean. Um, which was surprising. Because my experiences <laughs> in American cities have been pretty... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty gross. Rate, yeah. Pretty gross. Um, but no, everyone was super cool. Um, and then from that bar, we went to um the uh fuck one of the museums um the big one i can't remember what it's called I, my brain is still a little bit mush obviously yes yeah. i spent fucking two days in a plane sure um i was just going to look it up but i, I can't even remember i think it started with an s
1: i i don't know do you know it no it's pretty famous pretty famous i've got no it's idea Smithsonian. Oh, the Smithsonian. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Maybe that one. The with all like the record yeah, the, like Fonzie's jacket and shit.
0: It's got the like fucking, Declaration it's like of a Independence space Museum. Was nah, Nicholas it's a Cage aviation. there?
1: Oh, you went to this the Aviation. We went aviation. to the space one.
0: Right. Yeah, and the the, the uh, is it the separate? Air Force like aircrafts. Yeah, there's like four or five different museums over there. It's a fucking franchise. Um, it's like McDonald's. Yeah, it's franchise. But we, so we get there and the fucking line is massive and we're like man screw this like yeah. let's not even bother um, but we were sort of waiting for other people to come at that stage like they were in a different Uber because um, it was like a it was like a 40 minute walk and we were like ah oh, we don't really want to do that so we'll just Uber it Sure. and so we're waiting for them in line and eventually it starts actually moving quite quickly um, we get in there and it's free you don't actually have to pay sweet um, which was surprising and then we spent a couple of hours walking around and looking at um Spaceship space stuff, stuff and cool uh, aircraft stuff, which is kind of
1: cool. What's that? Uh, what's that Fallout game that they that Bethesda are doing? The space one. Uh, you know, you, Star. You shouldn't
0: be asking me questions like this. Ah, <laughs> Starfield. Okay. okay, Starfield. No, I do know what it is. I'm just saying my brain is a bit fucked. I don't know Starfield? on. Starfield. Starfield.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he's not allowed to mention, not allowed to talk about it because. Uh, that's what he actually saw it's true that's, that's what the purpose of the trip actually was and he's he's been janking us about here pretending it's about this Fallout 76 game whatever the fuck that is anyway uh, yeah. so he went to the Smithsonian um, went to the Space Museum
0: the yeah, and then after that we went out to a, um, to dinner um, and met up with the crew did you uh, meet, Rob Whittaker
1: hang on did you meet Buzz Aldrin or anything?
0: no he, he's not hanging out in the front Why, we've uh, already met him before anyway have we yeah he was a, he's been at a bunch of like he was like a halo event once wasn't he I don't think
1: so no I'm pretty sure or not no w-
0: was it the other guy
1: uh Neil Armstrong
0: no it wasn't um, him certainly
1: was not him. uh like the third guy on the moon there was <laughs> the third was guy Buzz right? Buzz Aldrin
0: Buzz nah, Aldrin I'm pretty sure Buzz Aldrin came out here for like for a halo event once
1: uh Oh yeah. promo appearance in Australia on behalf of the upcoming release of Halo Reach. Well oh, shit, huh? I, I obviously didn't meet him. Uh you didn't meet I didn't meet him. him, but uh yeah, I appreciate that you might have and you didn't get to see him again, even though you guys are old friends. We are old friends. Yeah. Um so anyway, then you yeah, Rob Whittaker was at dinner. Yeah, so the he's the middleweight um, champion of the UFC, the undisputed. Yeah, he, he
0: he went along on this trip with us. Um, he is the ambassador um, for Bethesda, Australia, right? Um, and uh, yeah, he was along for this trip, so I got to meet got to meet him and hang out with him. Um, this for him was kind of like a holiday. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's got some fights coming up, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say who it is or if it's been announced, so I won't say it. Oh. Um, but he's uh yeah, he's sort of treating he was treating that as a holiday and sort of once he gets back he's back into training and whatnot. Right. Um But yeah, man, like you, you sometimes you see obviously people that get into like promoting certain things and they're there just because they're they like paid. money. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting paid. Yeah. He was fucking genuinely like he's a giant nerd. Yeah. Um he would not shut up. So about video games we were there for four days I think our group were together for about four days he just wanted to talk about video games the entire fucking time I feel like that him being in the UFC he's probably training quite a lot he said he trains um, you know six six hours a day fighting um, six hours a day doesn't
1: actually s- sound like
0: that much a l- well getting the <laughs> fucking shit kicked out of you people punching you um, it's
1: probably but he's the, he's the <laughs> champion? Uh like oh, okay. I don't know he's just kicking the shit. Wha well, how much time would like Re- LeBron spend training? That's that's all I'm saying. The man spends a million bucks a year on on his body, apparently. <laughs> like yeah. Robert Wicker Wh- is spending like six hours a day. What's that is does that sound like the Mamba mentality, Luke? It does, actually. Does it? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I see I see LeBron posting a lot of
0: NBA 2K videos. I'm,
1: I'm being faced here. It's true. He does love NBA 2K. That's, that's what he does. Uh, yeah. Maybe he's spending a million dollars a year on his body in NBA 2K. Yeah. And that's why. And he's he's the greatest whale of all time. And that's why the microtransaction system has to stay. Because they're making all this cash out of fucking LeBron. From LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. He's
0: not actually paying them. He's paying himself to be the ambassador.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'm, I'm the man. I've, I've got this. And they're like, we could pay you for this. He's like, I will pay you for the privilege of having a ninety nine ninety nine character from the fucking get go. Yeah. Do you reckon if Bron plays like create a character, he has to make a new character? I don't
0: think he does. I, I like every time I see him post videos, it's always him playing as the Lakers in quick play.
1: Right yeah well I, I i get that i guess uh like you you don't need to experience the uh be a pro lifestyle yep. if you do that all day i suppose
0: maybe he plays like my gm or something that's his
1: GM. oh he definitely does and he's
0: just like fucking hot dog prizes let's jack them up
1: yeah and he's like oh yep fire david blatt Up, oh, yep fire <laughs> fire <laughs> that's fire all he does oh uh, yep I'm going to go into the fucking locker room in a towel. Uh Yeah. Give Tristan Thompson way too much money. Yeah. He probably, <laughs> like, funny. rendered it out in my gym. And he's like, yeah, it'll work. Don't worry about it. I've seen this. I've seen this I've one seen, play out. It's all so good.
0: I've won one in four of, of these
1: championships. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, so, uh yeah. Robert Whitaker loves it. How, how tall is he?
0: Um he's probably six foot he's shorter than me
1: shorter um, than you
0: yeah he's probably fucking. five eleven six foot but um he's a fucking big dude like in terms of <laughs> like a big solid guy Luke, um,
1: Luke uh, Luke's playing the uh the old I'm so tall card again I am not
0: I'm like six one okay. we're not that much but difference in terms of height.
1: Basketball six 6'1". Oh, why did you yeah. Why did you lead with like a fucking... I'm taller than him then. If you're not that... Like, see, you're so playing... You're playing up, playing up your own height. It's, it's is that look. what you were asked? How big is he? Yeah, and you said shorter than me. Yeah, well, he
0: is shorter than me. I was trying By to think By h- a
1: half inch or something. All right, maybe two. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Classic Luke. Classic yeah. Luke. After yeah. his old tricks. Um
0: but yeah like i feel like he doesn't get a chance to talk video games around his crew right um and this was like his opportunity to just fucking geek out that's pretty cool yeah so it was just him talking about video games for four days straight um and we got him to talk about ufc a little bit but that was mainly when we were we get him to shut up to talk about video
1: games. <laughs> nice what's his favorite game yeah.
0: fortnite um he, yeah, no, he doesn't like Fortnite. He hates the building in Fortnite. He's, uh, he's into PUBG.
1: Right. Um, it's a he, tragic thought. He,
0: yeah, he likes all the... Um, uh, he loves RPGs. Like he's, He was talking about all the lore in like, fucking World of Warcraft and Skyrim and Fallout um he he loved the forest he played that recently sick um yeah he plays like a lot like when he dropped the forest reference i was like oh, okay fucking hell and he talked about how crazy the ending of that game was all this shit nice um yeah man he's like full-on into it like everything yeah uh, it sounds like um which is really cool and yeah definitely knew his shit so that was awesome
1: does it make you wonder um, if you're like sort of wasting your life a bit because he can be the middleweight champion and obsessed with video games. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> you're just obsessed with video games. Yeah. And basketball. And basketball. Exactly. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you guys best now or what? Yeah, man. We, we hang out quite a lot. Um, he's a super nice guy. Um,
0: yeah, his, his uh, wife was there. Um, he's got a bunch of kids um and it seems like just he grew up with video games so it's really cool that like bethesda was able to get somebody that sat passionate about games um just like because he's more than willing to talk about their products or or games like that dude is obsessed with that um but yeah man we're besties we are we we hung out all weekend um i think he's trying he's trying to like he was sending us some messages before he's trying to get everyone's gamer tags and Steam IDs so he can play games with us. I just... I think he doesn't have people that's in his crew that he can play games with. So he's trying to get everybody, um yeah, that was there to play games with him. Nice. <laughs> it's fucking hectic.
1: It's, uh, it's a little bit sad, actually. To think that people <laughs> don't have people they can play games with. Yeah. You don't think that's sad? Like, not like... No. Not like what a loser sad. Just like, a, a, you know, a, a little bit of a downer. I think that, you know, the, the guy... Is it, like, operating in circles that still don't believe, like, don't understand yeah. how fucking ubiquitous video games are? Oh, yeah, and man. he was
0: talking about how he didn't think his kids would ever like video games and how he's going to be stuck, like, with all, <laughs> all of these kids that <laughs> won't play games with him. Jesus. Yeah, anyway. So, it, we're, yeah, we're all besties now. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm going to be part of his posse.
1: Sweets. That's good. Where'd you go to dinner in D- DC? Was it the fucking Ribs place from... House of Cards which is the only other no it, it thing was I just like an Irish pub DC right and so uh, you guys got drunk in DC for so many fights yeah. with any Trump administration Oh, start a fight with Brett Kavanaugh that's where you <laughs> fucking go he loves I, he loves his bar fights
0: I don't know I don't know what's going on I feel like I heard that name a lot on Twitter <laughs> over the last three days and I just don't know what he's done
1: uh sexually assaulted people and then lied about it right okay yeah doesn't sound like a good thing uh no no but we
0: could afford him if he he wanted to
1: yeah fuck yeah you guys would have fucking wrecked him (laughs) yeah like when i say you guys i am talking specifically about one of you but uh (laughs) yeah yeah still you would have won um like yeah
0: Overall. Um, yeah, cool. wouldn't be a fair fight. It'd be like a bunch of nerdy dudes standing around and be like, it's right, <laughs> it's like that we got a Hulk moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got a roll, <laughs> but we all step aside and he just comes running through.
1: Yep. <laughs> Here I go, fighting again. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so from
0: DC, uh, then we went over to West Virginia. Uh, we got a private jet to... Um, to an airport in West Virginia and it's like a 50 minute plane right. um, so basically by the time you take off and you get to your heights you're landing again Right. Um, yeah and then
1: uh, what was the private up- plane situation like was it like slick or was it just like some sort of chartered flight
0: yeah it's just like chartered flight oh okay so it wasn't like a uh, no it was not like a, a G6 the, like a G6 what thinking about yeah, right. Not like a rap
1: video. Damn. Right. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah.
0: But still cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so, as we're on this plane, we're sort of looking up where we're staying, and it turns out that there's, like, the first thing you fucking look up, it's talking about how the place is just haunted. Right. Um, and anyway, so, like, some people are starting to freak out and shit, like, at one stage, Rob's not too impressed, because he doesn't he, I think the quote was like he doesn't like things that he can't punch right um, yeah fair enough so he was, he was like I don't like ghosts i talking about them and uh, so we were getting each other like hyped up and freaked out um, I think one of the articles was talking about how this ghost lady's head spins around and shit like that when she sees you sick so it was good it's good t-
1: type of ghost stuff
0: yep um, so we get there and it's the place is called the Greenboro and it is this like enormous resort that um it looks like a lot of rich people go to and it's huge it's fucking massive there's just like golf courses surrounding it um it it's it's on this like giant area of land where there's a bunch of activities you can go into and the place is like just completely decked out in um like weird fucking like wallpaper and carpet um like every room you go into is just like this one's bright green and pink and this one is like yellow and white um like that sort of stuff it just looks off the chain like expensive everything yeah. and so we get there and um yeah we are like checking in and whatnot and um me and one of the guys from pedestrian Matt are sort of just standing there waiting for some of the others to come to finish over and uh we're like looking through the map they've given us cuz the place is so big you need a map um and right. Pete Hines comes over and starts talking to us yeah he was i I don't know if he recognizes from a month ago but he's just come over and started talking um and we're like asking him about the place being haunted and and we'll get like we're gonna go exploring we're just waiting for a couple of people and then we're gonna go look at like what we can find and he's like oh you should go upstairs there's this creepy fucking painting up there (laughs) like that looks really weird sweet so even he's like getting into it yeah um and then we're, like, asking some of the staff that are around, like, about the place being haunted. Like, which areas are, are like, the the places we should go visit. And one of the dudes taught, was, like, oh, oh, they're all fucking haunted. It doesn't matter where you go. Like, all oh. whole places is fucked. Yeah. And we're, like, oh, cool, cool. So this, like, the whole, like, ghost being here is just, like, in everybody's head. Um, yeah, and, like, eventually we're getting, like, people hearing things at night. Um, I'm- I start really hamming it up by telling people that I'm hearing, like, noises in my closet. <laughs> um, and- because we, we've got this group chat going at this stage. And, yeah, I'm like- I'm s- like, I did- I'm hearing, like, noises in my closet. It's really fucking weird. Um, and then the next day, I, like, take a photo of my shoe in the corner of the closet. I'm like, I think housekeeping is playing fucking tricks on me. Like, why is my shoe in the corner? um and then finally like the last day I take a picture of me standing in the closet in the corner um as a video and then it cuts to like a jump scare oh nice Um, that was like the the payoff that one
1: the the Um, long con pretty good yeah the long con yep
0: um but we had we had at one stage somebody ringing one of the girls um uh, doorbells after we'd all left um and then a couple of days later... We found out it was one of our crew anyway... So that was... She was freaked out about that...
1: That's amazing... Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah... Um, but yeah... Just like the whole ghost story thing... Was a fun little thing to... To fuck around with people... That was cool... But yep. the, the place is insane man... Yeah... It's so big... Um, lots of cool stuff to do... We went... Um, so that particular night... Uh, we all met up later on... After we had our showers and whatnot, And um, got on this bus... And they took us up this hill. um, And we get to the front of what is basically like a bunker, um, this giant fucking door. And we're standing there and I don't know, there's probably like 30 of us there. It's like us, the Australians. The Australians is probably like 14 of us. Yeah. There's like Pete Hines and his wife. um, And then like a bunch of other European journalists sort of walk in and they start doing tours. Because at this stage, we don't know what we're there for. They're just kind of like, oh, we're going for dinner. All right, fair enough. And, um, yeah, this giant fucking door opens up. It it is huge. It is maybe, like, four four times as big as me, five times, like, up to the wall, and it's, like, thick as fuck. Um, Maybe 30 centimeters thick in terms of, like, uh, maybe steel. Yeah. Um, And anyway, it turns out we're going through we're going on this tour and she starts talking about how this is like an underground fallout bunker right and then finally it like clicks like okay fair enough this is what we're doing um and they start taking us through like all the decontamination showers um yeah and like through all like all the procedures they would do did you did you
1: get showered
0: no no she said we could take our clothes off if we wanted to yeah but nobody obliged to that I
1: already did it god damn it that was your opportunity to get naked in front of anyone everyone yeah could have been Could be that would have been the really spooky thing yeah and you yeah. And, and you could have shown a, a UFC champion your dick so I feel like you really like dropped the ball <laughs> a
0: lot
1: yeah. yeah you could have dropped the ball <laughs> puns
0: um yeah anyway yeah. uh and then they show us like uh, this video about um like this quick 10 minute video about the area um And it turns out they built it in, like, the Cold War when nuclear bombs were kind of a thing that was happening. And um, the idea behind it was that it was far enough outside of, sort of, Washington, D.C. that they could quickly, like, if an attack did happen, they could quickly get everybody out of Congress and, like, all the presidential staff to this fallout bunker. Right. And um, it housed, like, 1,500 people um, they basically like restocked the like the, all the food in there like medical supplies um, basically anything that you would need um, for people to survive and they would do this like every um, couple of weeks and it was running for about 30 years or so until the Washington Post <laughs> um, basically out of this bunker because it was a secret Um and uh, so they've built this secret bunker because they didn't want like people to find out about it and then obviously like some sort of attack happened. Um, so, yeah, it went unknown for 30 years until the Washington Post made a story about it. Right. And then the facility was basically like shut down after that. And I guess they maybe moved it somewhere else. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, it, it was basically built underneath this giant resort and it was set up so that like if something did happen like all the staff could pretend that they were working at the hotel um there were like secret passages back to the hotel and all that sort of stuff so really? it's a full on huge deal and um yeah super interesting to kind of find out about and, and that sort of stuff so that was really uh really cool to experience and then um once all like the Tory stuff sort of finished they let us into another room um And they had this fucking Fallout 76 party going on. Uh, Everything was like decked out in in Fallout 76 gear and balloons. um, A bunch of uh, like coin press machines that had memorabilia stuff in there. Um, They had like a a Vault-Tec donut wall going. Um, They had uh, like a photo booth happening. And yeah, just a bunch of food and drinks for people to sort of mingle and and celebrate celebrate the uh, Reclamation Day fallout 76 so right yeah man that was really cool like having a fucking a, a dinner and drinks in an underground bunker that was supposed to be used for US Congress was it
1: real food or was it fallout food no it was real food got it
0: you mean like uh, like space space bag food and stuff like
1: yeah like canned food and stuff you know no, like that
0: seems like a missed opportunity though
1: yeah that's it's why you're gonna have me on on deck for these kinds of things you know, when you're preparing such a thing, because I, I'm—we're oh, going to go like way too far with it. If I'm on board, we're going to go like everyone is getting naked, everyone's getting decontaminated. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care how many people you've knocked out. Uh, yeah, you're you're taking clothes off and you're getting in this fucking shower because we can't allow contaminants into the the bunker, right? And then when we get in, canned beans, baby, canned beans for everybody, <laughs> and powdered milk. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> delicious. Um, yeah, so uh, yes, yeah, a cool party. These are uh, these coin pressing machines. Yep. What the fuck is that?
0: Right. Um, okay. So you haven't <laughs> seen them? They had them at uh, E three as well. It's basically, like you pu- put a bunch of quarters into them, or f- whatever the American money is, right? And um, there's a like a bunch of different designs, and it kind of stamps it into a coin.
1: I see. Did they so give you, you, you grab the this coins giant wheel and you, sort or of you spin have to it bring around. your own coins?
0: You, you, I think you have to bring... Like, I feel like it's something that they're doing at conventions and whatnot. Like this machine is just sitting there. Right. Um, but they had coins already. Like a bucket of coins.
1: How many coins did you steal?
0: Uh, all of them. No. <laughs> it's it's. If, they're like If you'd they're run off coins. with
1: the bucket, <laughs> how much do you think you would have gotten away with?
0: it's $2.50 I don't know <laughs> they, they're like one one cent
1: coins so yeah, but $2.50 American so yeah $2, that's
0: a lot <laughs> that's, I, I opened my own hotel
1: <laughs> <laughs> or I opened my own bunker uh, yeah it's Skelter um alright cool yeah. so yeah um it was fun It was
0: fun They they did like a countdown At one stage Which we didn't really know What was going on And they just played The West Virginia song Oh
1: um,
0: There was a running joke About every time That I start about Every time they play that song We should all have a shot um, Oh yeah And I only heard it once That weekend Oh so really that was, Wow That was interesting Yeah
1: Yeah um, the, uh, the estate of John fucking Denver Must only Only ponied up A little bit of money For that one Yeah But anyway That did was kind of cool like, on. Did I talk about that? Did I, did I like did I talk about that on the podcast which About one? how the reason you keep hearing that fucking song everywhere is because the uh, yeah. estate of John Denver like just recently hired a marketing company to to do it so that they could like ramp up the value of his estate which is pretty yeah. pretty interesting I think uh like not terribly interesting but mildly so uh yeah yeah um yeah uh like the party uh-huh When you say party, if it was, like, 13 Australians uh, and a bunch of Germans, was it much of a party or, like... No, no.
0: Um, When they did the tours, they split them up. So, when I mean that there was the Australians there, like, we were the first bus to kind of come through. Uh... um, And they they kept shuttling um, the rest of the crews through. So, I think it was primarily Australians and Europeans doing these days. And then, like, NA was i think na is doing there there at the moment right um but it was like 60 70 people maybe yeah, cool maybe more decent amount decent amount um uh yeah pete hines did a presentation um he talked about a, a few things i don't think i could talk about that stuff yet but oh, okay um yeah he sort of just introduced everybody um said some, said some stuff stuff and yeah we had that uh, that cool party but yeah it's basically been turned into like a data storage facility now
1: what Um, like Stone Mountain in Mr. Robot
0: (laughs) yeah we're like there's I I guess they've got servers or something in there that somebody owns or I'm not too sure Um, but they still do these tours through them which is kind of cool yeah okay Um, so yeah I can say that I've been into an underground nuclear shelter I can say the same
1: but for different reasons why is that? I was kidnapped as a child. Okay. but I was let go and they realized they had the wrong twin. So, uh, didn't really matter. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um Yeah, cool. Okay, so you, when did you get to play the game?
0: Um so that was the next day.
1: All
0: right. So, yeah, we no nobody like Pete was like, "Hey, don't go too hard
1: cuz you're actually working tomorrow." Um, right. And we're like, shut up, Pete. Yeah. Do. Don't tell me how to do my fucking job, Pete. Yeah. Uncle Pete. <laughs> I don't come over I there and day. tell you how to sell fucking video games, do I, motherfucker? So don't tell me how to get drunk and then do work while drunk. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It was good. Um, Sweet. So, yeah, the next day was kind of like uh, getting some hands on with the game and interviews and whatnot, which I can talk about next week. Because. Um, that is still under embargo but yeah I'm sure everyone will be interested and um, and then what else happened Um, we went out for dinner uh, later that night which was at the resort they um, they had I guess the resort has an owl or something they brought this fucking owl out at one stage an owl
1: like a bird of the night yeah an owl an owl and they have a pet owl that came out to be your friend i don't know you're staying in fucking hogwarts and shit
0: it was pretty nuts um yeah i don't know like if it's like a a pet owl how whatever, do you not but- know this
1: how did you not have a billion fucking questions why did they have an owl she said it was a rescue owl why does the hotel have it i don't know why do you not know <laughs> i i came over way too late here i just sent you a
0: photo of it anyway there's an owl <laughs> Uh, there's a video as well. I'm sure if you listen to that, it'll come through. Um, but yeah, basically they had an owl there. They had like axe throwing. I think these were just activities part of the resort. People like to go and do. Um, there was axe throwing. Um, I, I didn't throw any axes, but
1: you didn't throw any axes.
0: Yeah, I got a shit shoulder. I can't. I can't do that sort of stuff.
1: Throw it with your other hand. they they're both shit. That fucking owl right. looks pissed off that you're taking photos of it. That's what's it, happening. It, it looks kept grumpy. And shit. No, it's not posing. That, that owl is like, "What the fuck are you looking at, mate?" I think that's just how all owls look. I don't think so. Some of them are pretty, pretty slick. Um, all right. So axe throwing. What else did you get up to?
0: Oh, uh, that was it. But it wasn't too long. Like, um, I, I'm pretty sure it was just part of like the. Like, there was just shit happening at this hotel. Um, and axe-throwing just happened to be next to where we were, so we went over and threw some axes. Um, and this owl came out at one stage. I don't know. Weird party. This sounds um, like Harry Potter. It axe-throwing,
1: <laughs> har- owls. I mean... This is after the leaked Harry Potter footage, which we didn't put in the news. Uh, in the news. We didn't put in the news, even though it's good. We'll, we'll remember to uh, talk about that, because I, I thought, thought it was... we doing that now. Alright, sweet. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, Cool. So that was, base- that was basically it um, for that day. And then we, we flew out. Um, we, we Yeah, after that night, we flew out. You
1: did work. Um, you and, did work, right?
0: And that, that's when I got back 36 hours later.
1: That's bananas. What did you watch on the yeah. plane? Did you watch the Meg? I, no, they didn't
0: have the Meg. I watched. They the act-
1: didn't have the Meg? No. Uh-huh.
0: Isn't that just to come out and like cinema
1: oh yeah it'd be impossible to watch if if it's only just out in cinema yeah yeah true um so yeah i watched maniac maniac that's the emma stone jonah hill thing right yeah skinny jonah hill yeah he's more like a jonah plane because he's not a hill is rounded but a plane is flat you see yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm, um, still,
0: I'm still here, yeah.
1: Well, uh, yeah, what'd you think of that? Was it, is it worth watching or what? Uh, no. Excellent. Good, I'm glad Sorry. I didn't start it.
0: Don't worry about that one. Um, yeah, man, it's just like a bunch of weird shit and doesn't pay off. Yeah. So I would skip that one. Have you watched um, The Good Place? The Good Place?
1: Yeah, with like... Chris, is that a movie? Kirsten Bell, Bell and Ted Danson? No, it's a TV show. No. How have you not watched it? You should watch it. Third season's out. And that is actually a really good one to watch on a plane, the first two seasons, because, like, it has cliffhangers at the end of every fucking ep. Okay. So if you binge watch it, you don't have to fucking wait an entire week to find out what, like, how this cliff is going to hang.
0: Yeah. Is it a comedy?
1: Yeah. It's hilarious.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, Fargo. I watched season three of Fargo. Oh yeah, of it. Yeah, right. It's good. Yeah, I like it. Sure. It's far- all of the Fargo's are good. Um, and then, what else did I watch? Nocturnal Animals on the plane. Oh yeah,
1: watch which is rewatching.
0: Good. Yeah, rewatch that. Mm. Um, and I watched one, two, uh, maybe three episodes of Star Trek. Star Trek Discovery. Right. Yeah. Uh so
1: yeah. that that takes more than three episodes to get into. Oh, takes, really? like, six episodes or
0: something. Yeah, it's... Pr- like, the first one... Yeah. it's Is it, like... I thought it was episodic. It's not. Is it, like, self-contained stories or something for a season?
1: Uh, it's got arcs, yeah. I think they're pushing towards the... more traditional Monster of the Week style, but...
0: Well, traditional Star Trek, where, like, every episode is a self-contained story. That's what I mean by Monster
1: of the Week, right?
0: Yeah, and then, like, every couple of episodes, it's like, this one's a two-parter. But the the three that I sort of watch seem like...
1: Yeah. They're all joint It's arcs,
0: yeah. So that's...
1: In TV terms, yeah, we've got arcs, right, where they tell a big story over a big arc. Right? Uh, like, say, let's take Supernatural, for example, or The X-Files. Supernatural... No. The X-Files is better, because people actually watch that. Uh, the X-Files... So
0: I watched Supernatural, fuck. <laughs> uh,
1: you've got the episodes where they're looking into aliens and the disappearance of Mulder's sister. Yeah? Uh, those are arcs. That's the arc story. Uh, and then you've got other stories where they're investigating some slime monster that lives in the sewer... And that is a Monster of the Week. And Star Trek is Monster of the Weeks with the, like, broadest sense of arcs. Uh, And Discovery is basically all arcs. If you want one that's more, like, traditional Star Trek, uh, what's it called? The Orville. Ah, yeah, the comedy. It's not a comedy. It's literally just traditional fucking Star Trek, but it's got what's-his-face-at-the-helm. And once he stops, like... After you push past the point where he's like yucking it up like he's on the fucking Family Guy and mm. he starts to take the the whole thing a bit more seriously, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's a pretty good Star Trek. It's a better Star Trek replacement than Discovery, I think.
0: Yeah, that's mm. Seth MacFarlane's yes. um, space show.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's definitely not Family Guy in space, which is what I thought it was going to be when I got into it. And then I was like, uh, this isn't great. Yeah. But, uh, if you like, once you like reframe it in your mind, uh, as to not family owned space and instead as a Star Trek type, uh, it's yeah, it's pretty good. It's a bit cheesy at times, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, so that was it. Like, yeah. uh, like, we, on the last day uh, we also just kind of walked around the resort they had like a there's like three pools there um, we went and explored all the rooms there's a, there's a fucking casino in the, ho- in the hotel a uh, ginormous casino um, there is yeah golf, golf courses um, there's a church uh, half a dozen maybe more maybe a dozen shops inside the place um yeah it's pretty hectic jesus um, interesting interesting place to stay but had fun yep had fun so yeah i'll talk about the game next week um we'll get, we'll dive into that a bit more cool um but yeah that's
1: about yeah. it any questions
0: about n- anything other than the game
1: i've asked all the questions that i have while you were trying to talk about things so i'm good yeah uh but yeah it sounds like it was a pretty good trip um I saw photos on your Instagram and stuff It looked like you, you were having fun and stuff. Um so that's cool. But...
0: We yeah, the the photos you saw probably the late night ones are the ones we had a lot of fun. <laughs> we, were, we were pretty loose. Yeah. Uh, that last night where we didn't have to do any more work.
1: Could, uh, were you able to outdrink Robert Whitaker? I mean, I presume you were able to outdrink literally everyone else there, but yeah. Um I don't want to say
0: how much you had to drink, but he did he held up pretty well yeah uh that that first night um the second night i can't comment i i was fucked that second night (laughs) yeah
1: fair enough yeah fair enough uh i've yeah i've got some videos (laughs) solid um yeah cool Oh, sweet uh i i you know you know i I had a good weekend as well thanks for asking uh i went camping Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, I played some games there. I didn't write them on the list, but I, I, I'll talk about them now. I cool. s- we can segue straight into it. Um. Yeah. Went camping. Uh. Like pretty close to here. eh? Like it was ninety minutes at five p.m. on a Friday to get there, uh, which means it's probably like a f- four-minute walk from here. Um.
0: Yeah. From from traffic. Yeah. Traffic. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, no, it's a, the Colo River up in, like, Hawkesbury area. Uh, and, yeah, we had a, like... We're in a campsite that I think is a glamp site. You know, glamping, glamour camping, where people <laughs> yeah. go camping, but they don't really want to do any camping. At one point while we were camping, uh, a an old couple were walking around. It's like this attitude, I think, that people have that like because you're camping uh, personal space uh, is no longer a thing and you can just walk around wherever the fuck you want uh, but uh, I don't really s- subscribe to that attitude uh, these these two people did and they walked up and um, we were cooking uh, campfire chili and uh, they came up and they're like oh my god are you actually cooking on a fire because uh, the, the campsite we were at had like a like on site and had like a restaurant and stuff uh, it was pretty weird we were just camping on a golf course no um, we're, like it was just it was clearly set up for people who weren't like crazy about camping but wanted to say that they'd been uh, and we were in it for the fucking <laughs> authentic experience we were there yeah. for the fucking whole bit we came prepared right like we brought our own wooden shit uh, anyway they're like oh yeah no uh, we didn't even bring any cooking utensils did you guys uh, poop
0: in the ninth hole?
1: <laughs> uh it wasn't me. Um no it was Gopher Holes. There's they're all over this place. Um Yeah, so we like they these people were like shocked that we we're cooking on a campfire. And uh, I would say there were like thirty other sites taken up um like at, at the place at the campsite. So each like each site is a group of people. You can fit about, we fit two tents on one site, even though technically we had two. Um, yeah, technically we had two sites thanks to a booking error, which was pretty good because it meant nobody parked up in our shed. Um, so we fit two tents on that one site. I'd say, yeah, most people were in caravans. I think there was, like, five other tents. We were, like, it was me and my wife and another couple. And, uh, we're like, both couples were in tents on our site. But the rest of it was pretty much all caravans. And, uh, like, it got pretty cold. It got down to, like, two degrees Uh, at one point. We were real close to the river, so it was a bit colder than the, like, regular temperature. Because the closer to the river you are, the the colder it tends to get and um yeah the caravan right next to us had a fucking generator and a heater going all night and it was the most obnoxious thing I've ever experienced in my entire fucking life Hmm. Uh, like how the fuck are you gonna roll up with fucking a heater just you're you're camping you fuck like you're already in a goddamn caravan you're already cheating at this camping shit motherfucker like, come on.
0: Why not just go park in the fucking driveway?
1: Right? Why, don't, why even driveway? come out? Why just go fucking get a hotel room? Mm. Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that was pretty obnoxious. But yeah, no, we can't... It was good. Uh, we were just getting... We, we discovered... Traditionally, when I go camping, I take a couple of uh, cartons of beer... Um, And I just smash those over the course of the weekends because you don't really have to go anywhere. Um, And, like, you're not driving anywhere, so you can sort of get drunk and makes getting into really cold rivers a bit easier. Mm. Uh, Yeah. We revolutionized things, I think. We went with spirits. Spirits while camping? Genius. You don't have to fucking... You don't have to restrict, like like sequester away an entire esky and ice just for your beers yep. uh, yeah Yeah, you, you can just like you can if you just concentrate on spirits that don't need to be frozen you can just go with like fucking rums and stuff get a yep. bit of juice up in there you're camping so you want a bit more like booze than normal so you save on the mixes good stuff that's good get so- some um uh what are they called like whiskey rocks Whiskey rocks. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've got them. Yeah, it's good thinking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, start we're doing spirits and, uh, you know, and the other good thing about camping is, you know, you start drinking at lunchtime and uh, by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, you're fucking toasted. You're done. Mm. You're ended, mate. Like, it's it's over for you. So, uh, it doesn't really... Like, you can go to bed and everything's all good. And... Uh, that's generally when everyone goes to bed when camping because you wake up at fucking the crack of dawn anyway Uh, I was actually the first person up out of the entire campsite every single day we were there and I don't know why it was but I think it was like I think I just there's something about sleeping in a tent that uh, I'm cool with until I wake up in which case at which point I'm like why am I doing this just why don't I just go sit in a fucking chair it'll be just as fucking comfortable as sitting on as lying on this fucking on the ground uh so yeah then then I get up um yeah anyway so we played uh two games we played Coup which I talked about the other week I went and bought a copy um as soon as I got back from Melbourne this is the one I was playing at uh at MEO in a board game pub yeah um yeah so it's the bluffing game where you've got two cards and you're trying to stay alive that was a fucking huge hit. Uh what I wanted, because uh, my wife's side isn't fantastic and uh lighting isn't great while camping. So what I wanted was stuff that you could get away with like uh not needing to like not needing fine detail. Right? So uh Koo's awesome for that because each each card that you play is a like specific colour and broadly a different shape so you can tell when it gets pretty dark you can tell what the fuck you're playing uh, and what what people are playing and what's in the deck and stuff like that which is good and uh, the other thing we play was Sushi Go have you played Sushi Go? no it's pretty like it's surprisingly popular Uh, like heaps of people I've talked to having like gotten it right Uh, seem to know about I'd never played it either Um, it's this like sort of like a I guess building game like a card building game where you're trying like you pick a card out and then you pass your hand across to the next person and it sort of plays out based on points uh, which makes it like not ideal for camping but pretty good so the, the problem I had like and like you get points based on the sushi you get out of the the deck, but like certain sushi only works if you combine it with other sushi. And so you're trying to combine certain sushis and you're trying to like stop other people from combining. And it's Mm -hmm. sort of like there's this strategy involved. It's, It's like simple, but like fun. And games are over real quick. And, again, the iconography is really, like, obvious. The cards are specific colours. Uh, so you can tell pretty easily what you've got and what's going on just, like, super fun, and quick. Um, and so, yeah, eventually games can, like, churn through pretty fucking quick. Uh, you can get through a game, like... And a game is, like, three rounds. Uh, but you can get through one game in, like, sub-10 minutes. Um, the only problem is that it involves... Uh, adding up points to see who won, and uh, that's a bit of a pain while camping because when you don't bring a pen and paper. <laughs> I well, yeah, low light like score taking is a bit lame. So either you do it on pen and paper, uh, which tends to suck uh, in low light situations, or you do it on a phone, which can be challenging if you were running out of battery um and the other thing is once you get drunk enough uh score keeping in general is pretty difficult well they adding up is complicated um so yeah um like both awesome games though and uh yeah both really good camping games so uh i feel like i struck gold with those picks good stuff uh campfire chili dude Holy shit, I nailed it my first try. Uh, While we're. uh, So I was busy doing work on. I think it was Thursday night. Oh, yeah, Yeah, I was busy. uh, Yeah, being on the BBC on Thursday night. And. uh, That's
0: that's right.
1: Yeah. And uh, my wife was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go, like me and the the other people, uh, we're going to go buy stuff. Uh, yeah. For camping, buy food, buy all the food. So we've we've got a meal plan. Uh, so we'll just buy stuff for this meal plan. I am like, cool. Uh, they didn't show me the meal plan or anything like that, and didn't take any input as to what they would need. So as we we're like driving out, uh, my wife's like, yeah. So um, the second night, we're going to make campfire chili, or you are going to make campfire chili. You just make, you know, make your chili, but on a campfire. I am like, okay, cool. Uh, what did you buy uh, for me to make that? She's like, well, we got some um, steak and we got some mints and I got two cans of tomatoes and two cans of beans. I'm like, and and chilies, I assume. She's like, oh no, I didn't buy any chilies. I'm like, what? How are we going to have <laughs> campfire chili without chilies? She's like, well, I didn't want it to be too spicy. I'm like, it's not going to be spicy at all. It's going to be a fucking bolognese sauce. Uh, so we stopped we had to stop anyway to pick up um some Some fire (laughs) some fire lighters well some ghost chili the fucking the bomb shit I'm gonna fucking blow these motherfuckers up
0: (laughs) yeah I'm gonna make them wish they were eating (laughs) something um
1: well yeah we went uh, into
0: 18 rolls of toilet paper
1: (laughs) yeah yeah all the toilet paper you can carry um Well, we had to stop and pick up firewood and ice. And so I stopped at a convenience store and managed to get like this. It was an uh, Indian run um, convenience store. So uh, very helpfully, they had chilies that they'd grown out of their own backyard that they were selling. So I uh, bought a bunch of a fucking bunch of them uh, and some packets of taco seasoning they didn't buy any other of the spices that you need to make chili like paprika cumin cayenne pepper salt pepper none of that shit they had none Um, so yeah I just bought two packets of taco season because I'm like I'll just fucking cheat it's campfire who gives a fuck and yeah like literally campfire chili you get a a camp oven you do need a camp oven which is the only tricky bits uh, but you should have a camp oven anyway uh, and you literally you put a kilo of meat in two cans of tomatoes uh, two cans of beans taco packets uh, and I chopped up all the chilies I didn't deseed any of them because I couldn't be fucked I was pretty drunk and deseeding them seemed like they were little bird's eyes deseeding them se- seemed like it was probably more risky than leaving them in and then you whack it on the fucking fire you deseed them usually yeah
0: my wife what? is
1: very much not a uh, she doesn't have yeah she doesn't like the chili so uh, you yeah. know what you do what
0: you slowly just put it in everything that's what i did
1: dude i i have i have like got her she eats she puts pepper and stuff now i have over the course of 10 years taken her she used to never eat capsicums that were too spicy now she'll eat capsicums she eats pepper does spicy I don't know I don't have answers to these things I like yeah I got nothing on that one but yeah I've slowly weaned her onto spicy stuff um yeah anyway uh yeah let it go for and like we put it on I think at 2 o'clock and we had dinner at 7 it was fucking perfect it was so fucking good. It was the best. Uh, yeah, you just have to keep a fire going, basically. Yeah, right. And you don't want it on direct heat. You have it, like, sitting next to the fire. But it's, as long as it's getting heat, it's fucking awesome. It's so good. Yeah. That was my biggest achievement. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so I was on the BBC. Yeah, this was weird. It was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I got a message. Uh, this was a day when it seemed like heaps of people were going on the BBC. I don't know why they chose Australian games channels, but, uh,
0: yeah, because someone asked me, oh, it's because the, the the time zone difference. I'm like, no, it's not. It's because you were on at a time where it was like 11 o'clock in the UK.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it would have been
0: 11 a.m. Hmm. Which didn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, it was odd. Um, I guess they just like the accent. Although, maybe. No, that doesn't make sense because Steve writes Canadian. Uh, So Steve from Survivor, he did a bit. uh, And Shannon from Press Start did a chunk as well. And then they hit hit up Steve Farrelly uh, from Ozgamers. And Farrelly didn't want to do it because he felt like he didn't know enough about the topic. But uh, he nominated me to do it instead. I'm like, yeah, sure. And so the topic was... um, Sony is allowing crossplay, or is implementing crossplay for Fortnite. Yep. And, you know, they were just going to ask questions based. Yeah. Uh, I did not go as ham on Sony as I did on the podcast. Uh, Because obviously I was uh, (laughs) pretty acerbic uh, on the podcast. Uh, I kept it a little bit more. tame i guess should have seen the fucking emails the producers were sending me they're like just to, just to be clear this is live i got i got this is live in an email like six times until i specifically replied with what did i say i said like
0: yeah but you could edit it out right <laughs>
1: <laughs> i should have no um no what was it hang on um Here we go, here we go, here we go. It was, like, the last one. Uh, Note, please, it's a live interview. We are a major global TV channel seen in over 200 countries. And I reply with, loud and clear, I've watched the BBC World News, lol. (laughs) Yeah, and they stopped reminding me that it was live, which is pretty good. Um... Yeah, uh, they said my name correctly, which is pretty good. Yeah, um, she did. yeah, and yeah, so they were basically asking, uh, you know, stuff about uh, the crossplay thing and Fortnite, and uh, I was, you know, I I am able to adjust to the audience, uh, so I recognised that what I was trying to do was uh, was make sure people recognised gaming as a positive thing, so I didn't voice my uh, my opinions on Fortnite. Instead I voiced my opinions on how I feel Fortnite is shaping the landscape for video games. And uh yeah. And so yeah, it was generally and positive.
0: So are a bunch of cuts. <laughs> uh
1: and I didn't I didn't even say that. Um well, I did say it was about time and uh and I mentioned how I hoped that they were going to do it for like all the other big games that are coming out. And name dropped some games, uh, although it hasn't really uh, paid off yet. Uh, I I would have thought that, you know, pimping out their games and get me some free stuff, but nothing. What's the point? (laughs) What's the Uh, point? What's the point? Oh, yeah, journalistic integrity. But apart from that, what's the point?
0: Where where are my free t-shirts at?
1: Where are my free goddamn t-shirts? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... I don't know. It was weird. It was like four minutes and it felt nerve-wracking the entire time. Uh, The highlight of it, obviously, was um, sneaking the Jesus picture (laughs) into the shots. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And the low light was finding out that the framing of my widescreen webcam allowed people to see a lot more of my office than I thought in the first place, um, which... Yeah, it wasn't intended. Uh, How
0: did that work? Because you tested it beforehand, right?
1: Yeah, and the the test on Skype only shows you a, like, square. Right. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and they, like, and on their end, they didn't say anything about all the other (laughs) shit, so... (laughs) cool
0: you didn't uh, have your wife stumble halfway in like bashing pots and pans or something. definitely
1: <laughs> should have I wish I had uh that was that was my opportunity to go viral um yeah anyway uh <laughs> I
0: have like an R2D2 one of those robots sort of just busts on her and you're like fucking R2 what are you doing
1: <laughs> take these droids back to the shop um yeah anyway, anyway. it was it was interesting. Uh, she, she shit-talked me after they cut me off. I was like, uh, Fortnite's a great social experience. And uh, she's like, I've played, for, like, after I got cut off, she's like, yes, well, I have actually played Fortnite. Uh, I lasted about 37 seconds, and then I was murdered. I didn't find it to be a very social experience. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to do this to me? How are you going to play me like this, you fucking New Zealand lady? Anyway. <laughs> was uh, she New Zealand? She was. Well, she was uh,
0: British. I don't remember
1: no I think that's just people have what's it called broadcast English uh, right. but all news all news readers speak in that broadcast English especially on the Beeb did, did as, she like cut the news segment she's like hey bro oh hey bro yeah that's chips. that's mad as that's mean as mate yeah Uh any chops uh, yeah anyway I was yeah it was interesting uh, I'd right. do it again but were you yeah. the last one I Because yes.
0: I I got a flight shortly after that day. Is that it? That it was stopped? it. You fucked it forever, up. I
1: finished finished it off. I, <laughs> I think I was the only one they tweeted out a clip of, so that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> so your Jesus pitches in there then, right? That's yes, of course. Um, and speaking of tweets, uh, I have I I got banned from Forza Horizon Four. Well, I got banned from the, sh- the... for your
0: free candy? Yep. Are you fucking for real?
1: I'm dead serious. Uh, I got a three-day ban from f- f- for free candy on the Forza Horizon 4 um, sharing the li- livery store or whatever the fuck it is. I made a fuck ton of in-game money uh, and then I got banned. <laughs> so I had, two, I had two variants up because there were two transit vans in the game. Uh, and uh yeah i made a shit ton of money out of it but um then i okay, got the band so for uh yeah uh, inappropriate contents uh but yeah
0: are you supposed to charge for candy or something
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> expensive candy um not,
0: definitely not free candy
1: uh, yeah the the candy isn't free uh what you buy is you buy something separate, uh, and then you get the candy as a bonus addition. Uh, which is what if ha- you
0: changed it to like free Bitcoin or something like that?
1: Oh, uh, that that would have been better. Uh, okay. But I got banned, so. So uh, yeah,
0: this is the 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 van that you did up that you are talking about last week, and I said you should make this a GIF or yeah, put yep. it on Reddit.
1: Yeah. So, so I, instead
0: of instead of getting a bunch of karma, you got banned.
1: Uh, yeah well I did get a lot of retweets as well right yeah. uh, a lot of retweets I had to mute the link the, the I had to mute that fucking post so I could stop seeing it because yep. I got I found it again 216 retweets and 1200 likes uh, I yep. think it's Danny O'Dwyer's fault he retweeted it and oh, okay. uh yeah And then I got a lot of comments asking if I was... I had to look this up. uh, If I was either uh, pretending I was the Carboys or paying tribute to the Carboys. And Carboys is... um, Who are those dudes who started up? Was it Polygon? You know the brothers? McElroy's? Elroy's? McElroy's? McElroy. I don't know. Griffin and Justin? Yeah. You know the ones I'm Not talking about? Roy. Yeah. Yeah. Um they had a I think a YouTube series uh yeah. where they played car games and it had some sort of weird story. I've never watched any of it. Um uh, but yeah, at one point they did an episode where they um they used Claire de Lune
0: hmm.
1: to um for some sort of gag. And uh Yeah because my uh, my Twitter video has Claire de Loon in it um, apparently that is what made me pretending to be the Cowboys. I guess uh, even though the reason Claire de Loon is in the video is because it was the next song on the radio in game <laughs> and that's it uh, but anyway uh, yeah I didn't have any control over the songs just uh, yeah just the car just the free candy van yeah it's pretty funny that you get banned for it uh it seemed like it was it went pretty well for them
0: though um have you watched the video uh yes i did can you so would they ban you from playing it or
1: no just from submitting to the store and my designs got removed okay whatever. Yeah. yeah it wasn't that bad i did i already made a fuck ton of money so it didn't really matter Um, I was actually thinking of removing it from the store uh, after like people pointed out that like I don't don't know I didn't want people to I didn't want to get gunned down I made this joke on Facebook already but uh, guns down James gunned down do you get it yeah yeah like making jokes about pedophiles and then find like (laughs) somehow finding myself fired from a job Uh,
0: people are too fucking tight
1: right um but yeah
0: anyway um no, like that's something that like when we're overseas all the australians were having a lot of issues with their humor and like people not understanding sarcasm and shit like that like destroying humor is very different
1: yeah yeah, yeah it is pretty different um that's what yeah that's why he, uh, oh yeah. yeah i've got some stories which i'll tell you about later all right um. Nice. All right, Cool. So that's that then. I guess. Right. Um, um. Any more on Forza Horizon? Did you play any more? I've I've played it a bit, but uh, like I've mostly just been checking in on whether or not that band lifted. I figured it'd only be a couple of days. Um, yeah. I jump in and I tool around, but it's like I don't know. It's captured me, but. I've been too busy to really do anything with it obviously being away camping I probably would have spent all weekend playing it to be honest uh, but for the camping and then since then I have been just fucking swamped I spent all day playing another game that we'll talk about in a second Uh Uh, and yeah so it's it's weird. Like, we were talking about it on the Discord channel, though. It fucking alt-tabs like a dream. It's actually really good for that. It's one of my favorite things about it because I can jump in and jump out real fucking quick. Uh, no fuckabouts. It doesn't really matter. Uh, so I can I can knock out a race uh, during, like, a workday. So I had a couple of games yesterday uh, just to sort of break up the, um, the heavy workload that I had. And uh, it's really good for that, but... Uh, apart from that, yeah, it's hasn't really captured me all that much. I, I I think maybe I don't really like the cars or I haven't found a car that I really like. That's what it is. I haven't found a car I really like. And I think you always need that one car that you absolutely love more than anything um, that you can just sort of fuck about in until, and then you can find other cars that you can aspirationally uh, like that you can aspire towards. That's, I think, the draw of those games for me, of car collection games, is collecting that one car that starts off the collection, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's and just I, you
0: spent fucking half a million dollars on this van.
1: Uh, <laughs> a quarter of a million, but yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I did spend a fuck ton of money. I, but I made a fuck... I, uh, I reckon I made... I, like, I didn't add a lot, but I'm pretty close to making back the money I spent on that van. Uh, in sales to that free candy shit and you do not get a lot of money for sharing a thing. Uh, like they, yeah, so I think it's like 100 per share of a thing. 100 yeah. or 1,000? 1, 100 1,000 per share. No, it must be 100. And you get 200 if, if it's liked. Yeah. As I was making like... I'd say like... Every 10 shares, I was making maybe... 1500 uh and yeah that was enough to get me near like just shy, a quarter a mil i reckon for sure
0: and did you lose the van
1: no i keep the van uh but yeah the library's gone okay but the, the decal so is a, still there no the decal's gone it's just the a blank van gone. yeah yeah right blank van now um okay. so and now everyone, the kids now everyone everyone the kids don't even know what to avoid I could just be a fucking plumber. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I assume the rest of them also got their. got it deleted from their accounts or whatever. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, no skin off my nose. Yeah, I just need to find that one car. I'm not sure what it's going to be. Probably a BMW. Um,. Because, yeah, I don't want a supercar. I already got a fucking Zig or whatever the fuck. Konezig Agera, I think. Um, I bought, I actually made a shit ton of money flipping, playing the auction house, World of Warcraft style. I uh, bought a Konezig super cheap. It was like 200 grand and I sold it for 450. So that was pretty good. Uh, but yeah. Otherwise, yeah, for it hasn't yeah, it just doesn't captured my attention, but I'm sure I'm one hundred percent certain it will uh once I find that perfect game. Uh perfect car rather. Um what else we got? Battle Roy- Battle Rights Royale. Played a bit bit more of this. Uh, I was playing with Junglist. Yep. Uh, I finally got him into the game. He loves it. He has played so fucking much of it. Uh but yeah, I think yesterday he messaged me. He's like, "Yeah, I can't get any games today. I think it's dead." Um, even mm-hmm. as it was, we couldn't we couldn't play duo's together. Um, there was like we waited twenty five minutes and we didn't get didn't get in a game. Yeah. Uh, so we wound up just solo queuing and seeing who could go up against who. Uh, like, was to this if, region based? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, we I, we only actually got one game. Where we we got solo in the same game. And then every single other time... It must have, like, fucking skill-based matchmaking. Which is absolutely fucking nuts. Uh, But, yeah. We could not, for the life of us, get into a game at the same time after that one. And it's because he's a higher rank than me. uh, Because he's played so much more of the game than me. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I'm gold. And he's platinum. And... Yeah, we just couldn't. We could not at all get in the same game, which is annoying. The one game that we did get in together, uh, we didn't actually meet, which was a bummer, but uh, I came seventh and he came sixth. Uh, And, yeah, I think even if the game wasn't dead, I'd probably be done with it, short of literally playing duos with Jung. uh, Because I feel like the... Like it's too heavily weighted into not taking fights, and the failure for people to realize that they need to team up against certain other people. Uh, like that failure in strategic thinking from some people. The the I just want to I just want to fight one on one, and I will continue to press a one on one at all costs, even when other people show up. Is so detrimental to the overall game. I just have no fucking patience for it because I don't pick heroes that can like blast. I don't think there is a I, like the way Battle Right works. I don't think there is a champion that can knock someone out in like the space for a, uh, a blink. But yeah, like. So every time you get into a battle, I was saying this last week, but every time you get into a battle, you're basically praying that nobody else shows up. Because if somebody else shows up to the fight, your only option is to stop fighting the other person and to start fighting the other the new person, the latest person. If you don't start fighting the newest person, you are guaranteed to lose. Because the health difference if like if you're both at half health or lower, you might not even beat the other person you you probably should but you might not and yeah like the the health deficit is basically impossible to overcome in battle right and so yeah I feel like the game doesn't do a good job at giving you the option like yeah basically whoever comes into a fight third will win it unless someone comes into a fight fourth yeah, and it sucks uh, it, it genuinely sucks to lose that way because you know you just need the other person to fucking help and then you can finish off your stupid fucking fight afterwards and whoever the third person decides to focus on they might die anyway but if you both continue to focus on each other if one and two continue to fight one and two instead of both fighting three, three will guaranteed kill both of you.
0: Yep.
1: I don't know. That is literally how every fucking game of it plays out. And the other thing is that because of the way items, uh, because of the way skills can be leveled up or can be improved, uh, and because of the RNG in the drops, you are, like, taking fights is the best way to increase your your skills like to improve your skills... because either you get gold... or you which you can trade for... like legendary level skills... or the person you're fighting... will have legendary skills... so from the get-go... you're incentivized to take fights... but fundamentally... taking a fight... is a terrible idea... unless you're certain you're alone... and it doesn't happen in other... battle royale games... because the time to kill is relatively short uh like especially compared to battle right it's relatively relatively short it's I think it's actually pretty fun to watch but you do know at like at the end of the day uh whoever comes into a five third will win yeah fair enough yeah yeah um so yeah I'm done with that uh and the only other game on the list is drunken bar fights uh, I got this game. It was uh, on sale on Steam, and I just re-plugged in my VR mach- uh, my Vive, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll see if I've t- like set it all up right. Uh, and so Drunken Bar Fight is you spawn in a bar and um, you start fights with people. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's about it. You can pick up stools. You can pick up basically anything around the bar and hit people with it. You can, like, throw people through windows. Yeah. yeah. That's about I've, it. Yeah, there's
0: an old one. I've I've seen uh, videos of this a while back um, from the guys that make the VR comedy um, channel. Right. They just do VR games and just do stupid shit. I've seen, like, there's different venues you can go to, right? Um, is there... Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a upstairs oh. roof party or some shit like that as well I've seen.
1: Oh, okay. I obviously didn't work that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's dumb. Uh, and I don't think it's like I think Gorn might be a better um, I guess execution of the exact same concept minus the bar setting because Gorn is the game where you're like gladiator and it, it, like it's comically gory as you like chop people up and shit and it's all melee combat and stuff Um this is very similar in execution but I think Gorn might be a bit better they're both comedy melee games I guess right? Yeah. Uh but yeah. Anyway, um yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. And that's it? That's not it.
0: That's not it. You're teasing us.
1: Ah classic. Classic. Uh yeah, it's not it. Um I went in on Tuesday, uh I went into Rockstar's offices in Sydney and I played Red Dead Redemption 2 from the very beginning yep I believe I was the only person in Australia who got the opportunity to do this uh, which is pretty exciting uh, I wrote it up on Red Bull and you can read it uh, and at the very least I'd love it if you went and clicked on it uh, but uh, yeah you should read it um, I, I think I'll weave a pretty good tale um, but yeah So the the story I'm telling in my Red Bull piece is about how what I wanted to do was go fishing and how fundamentally I was unable to make it happen. And I want to, like, I want to clarify. I was, like, toying with actually writing this in the piece itself, but I figured I'd leave it out. Uh, But for listeners... uh, that is literally what happened. That is an actual recount of what happened. As the session ended with like, we were literally done. And I'm like, that's it. I'm not going to get to fish. I'm I'm mildly gutted. Yeah. As it ended, uh, I splashed up out of a fucking waterfall that I'd thrown myself off. And there was a guy fishing. It was so... Staggeringly... Coincidental... That I actually thought... Like... Part of my mind... Was sitting there going... Did Rockstar somehow... Set this up to happen? And then like... I played it back. I've actually thought about this a lot. This idea that Rockstar... Somehow fucking set it up... So that I would... Somehow land at this dude's feet with the fishing rod that I've been searching for the entire time. And so many fucking things would have happened. Like, they would have had to construct so many separate coincidences for this to happen that it could not possibly be the case. And yet, maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe I've been played like a fucking fiddle. Maybe I've been fucking incepted. Like, the fucking... Like, Silly Murphy is, like, just sleeping about on fucking planes and shit. Like, good God. I cannot fucking get this idea. The biggest inception, right? The biggest, the the biggest problem I'm having is recounting this idea that perhaps Rockstar set this up. Because, like, I'm just trying, like, you know that Darren Brown dude? The dude is, like, all about the power uh, of of suggestion and he, like, suggests to people that all this stupid shit or whatever, uh yeah. Like he's a hypnotist or whatever. I'm like wondering if they they use some Darren Brown shit to make me want to go like fish or whatever the fuck. Like maybe before like we we went and got coffee before the PlayStation began and while yeah. I was setting up the um the dev machine so that I could play it. Uh, and maybe like during one of our conversations, one of the rockstar guys mentioned fishing or something, and that's what got me wanting to go fishing or something like that, right? Oh, and, then, and then they knew that I wouldn't be out, and then they're like, Oh, yeah, he's accepted the fishing, switch to no fishing rod mode, and then like somehow the dev machine that doesn't have the fishing rod that I'm after, or something like that. Like, loony shit. I've gone like way off the deep end on this this fishing concept this inceptive fishing concept but yeah seriously it was not artistic license I landed and there was the fishing rod that I had been searching my entire fucking six hour session for it was staggering. Fishing's good fun too uh, I caught a massive fish uh, um it's not that difficult I'd say it's probably easier than um than like hunting is uh, yep. But I don't know how profitable is it is because I, I didn't get to, like, sell any of my fish or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Rewind all the way back uh, to the start of the game. And the start of the game, I'm not going to, like... I'm going to very specifically avoid spoiling anything, uh, but I will say that the first, like, 90 minutes or so of Red Dead Redemption 2 is pretty, like, structured... Uh you're you don't get like uh you get a couple of choices, you get to make a couple of choices. But it's very much about like easing you in, and I think I said this last week, how I felt like what they were going to need to do was really ease you in to the whole system. Because the interaction, right? The way that you interact with people in the game is so different to what you're used to. Uh, in other in other games, especially, like, especially other Rockstar games, but games in general, outside of, I guess, like... Um, fuck, I can't remember what they're called. Arcane, right? Outside of Arcane Studios, which I think puts a very heavy inf- uh, emphasis on always walking around with nothing in your hands, right? Like, sort of being unarmed as a default state... Uh, like obviously, Arcane's not the only one, lots of uh, a number of games do that, but like you know, Deus Ex and stuff like that. But, um, like Arcane is probably the the pinnacle of it, having you know, Prey and Dishonored 2 and Dishonored, their track record is spectacular, you know, um, bugs notwithstanding. So, yeah. Outside of those games, right in in the in the scope of a open world sort of, I guess Rome Roma game, right? This interaction is is not something we've ever seen before. Like uh, Assassin's Creed, right, has never done anything like this, um, and it, it's like it's actively pushing towards more of an RPG setting. Uh, all the time but it doesn't do anything quite like red dead does where you your active state is to try to talk to basically fucking everyone whether or not they want to talk to you and so they need a pretty significant uh like you yeah they got to get you to crawl before you can run right And so, yeah, the first 90 minutes is pretty structured in that that sense. You you don't get a lot of choices. You're just sort of doing stuff that is introducing you to all the systems. But the other thing it's introducing you to is the Vanderlind gang, because the gang itself is a really, like, critical part of the Red Dead 2 experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you spend a lot of time with these people, and it's hard to give a fuck... About any of them, if you never really inter- like, if you never have any engagement with them, so the- they do a lot of work to get you into a, a point where you understand, or at least like, you're acquainted with everyone. And some of them you like, and some of them you don't. And you get the like you get the uh, good feeling for all of the relationships um, that Arthur has with people in the gang. And you get a good idea of his standing in the gang. And I think that's important because that allows them to set up other stuff down the road. And uh, once you get into, like, once you get to the point where you are able to do whatever the fuck you want, it does sort of uh, it gives you like a motivation to do some uh, some of the, I guess, social things that you need to do to keep the gang running at maximum. Like the it, uh, intrinsically motivates you to do things to keep the game going as opposed to the extrin- extrinsic motivations that do exist like the ability to like if you put enough money into the game uh you'll be able to upgrade certain like elements you'll be able to get better medicine from the medicine tent or whatever fuck right um yep. you'll be able to eat food there and like clean yourself up and stuff like that yeah more I benefits you get, like, those... yeah, like
0: extra horse stables and shit like that as well
1: yeah um so those are the ex- extrinsic ones but by building up your relationship with all the other members of the gang and giving you an idea of who you like and who you don't and like keep making them feel like fleshed out characters uh they're giving you an in- intrinsic motivation to do it because as arthur you feel sort of obliged to uh to make sure the the gang is kicking along because, you know, you owe Dutch whatever and etc etc et cetera, you know? So that's the first 90 minutes. It's, it's still awesome. I mean, it's still fantastic. It looks gorgeous. The, my best, like, if I learn anything and I'm 100% doing it when I play it, but uh, I, I would recommend everyone do it is uh, if you hold down the touchpad, I don't know what the fuck the button is on Xbox. Uh, we've only previewed it on, on PlayStation and I'm... It's probably A, right? A,
0: you're right, problem. No, no, I can't be A. Wasn't it X on What oh, you you'd say what you're gonna say? I,
1: yeah, hold down the touchpad yeah. and you'll switch to cinematic camera. Yeah, I don't know what that would be. Right. Okay. Maybe back button. Yeah, no, it would idea. be back. Probably, probably back button um, on uh, on Xbox. But whatever it is, right? Switch to, it'll tell you. It does tell you how to switch. You just want to do it earlier than it tells you, basically. Uh, but if you switch the cinematic camera and then you hold down X, which, yeah, would be A on Xbox, uh, if you hold down X, you will automatically follow whoever it is you're going on mission with, and you will match their their pace, and you your horse won't lose stamina, uh, which is a really good way to, like, keep your horse healthy. Uh, and maintain your relationship with your horse, which is spectacular import, uh, spectacularly important uh, in Red Dead Redemption Two. The higher it, like your horse level is, uh, the more shit it can do, the less tired it gets. All this kind of shit. Uh, but yeah, so you don't want to wear it out. And the other thing is, um, yeah, you you don't have to like pay that much attention. And it's doing these rides to like, give you a chance to talk to the other people and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you will just sort of churn through the conversations that you can have with them uh, on default. It's an autopilot mode um, where everything looks... This, like, they, they really mastered the camera angle system in Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's showcased nowhere better than at the start of the game when you're on a snowy mountain trudging through a bunch of fucking... Uh, Mount uh, like hills and the snow's up to the horse's fucking knees and yeah you're just sort of clomping through the sun's reflecting off the ice and snow and yeah it looks really fucking good um you don't have to do anything you just hold X um which is awesome it's fantastic uh you still get all the exposition and all the the conversation and stuff like that but yeah you, you don't have to really uh I don't have any input. It's part of like their effort to blur the lines between the cinematic experience and the gameplay experience. They're trying to blur that that cutscene gameplay situation. Yeah. Uh, they do it quite a bit. They like they'll use some tricky camera angles. They do their their skill shots and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's the best way to go through the start because you are going to have to do all that stuff like you are just gonna have to get through all all of that and you'll want to at the time but if like if you laser in on wanting to get on the open world experience then this will sort of streamline it this will uh make you have to do uh less i guess um yeah it's still like it's still fun because they they know how to construct fun missions it's but it's not open world the open world comes as soon as you leave the mountain as soon as you get off the mountain uh, you park it up at Horseshoe Outlook or Overlook Outlook I don't know I've, I wrote it like 18 times in my fucking story uh, it's one, of those. one of those anyway you park up park and set camp at, at Horseshoe and, and then uh, that's just outside of Valentine this is where you would have been going to in your preview session Luke yeah. and um yeah, you can sort of just go from there. Um, yeah, even then, I would still recommends heavily recommends you do uh, basically uh, all of the all of the camp missions except for the one in Blackwater and the one with the guy tied up to a tree. Mm-hmm. If you do all of those, that, that like, you'll be set up with the things that you're supposed to unlock along the way. Yep. Like, uh, horse stables and stuff like that. You know, they're still sort of breadcrumbing a few things, but that should get all of that out of the way and you'll be ready to, like, really do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, and if you don't... Uh, you might be a little bit confused... as to how you can do some some of those things... me... as soon as I was at, at Horseshoe... I went... I bowed... I I just fucking left... and went in search of a fishing rod... Oh, yeah, I just wanted to do some fishing... Uh, and... yeah... Um, it's... it's awesome... like... the... the world is so fucking big... And, like it feels massive... I know that like being on a horse... I guess if you immediately compare it to Grand Theft Auto, right? Um, you know, cars go a lot faster than horses. And yep. so you f- you immediately feel like the world is a lot bigger because of that uh, sense of scale based on your relative speed. Um, but, like, even without it, it's a genuinely massive space. Uh, and yeah you just like you can roam for ages just finding new shit to to get involved with like just random encounters with people um as i said in, in the article what, like i was trying to find my fishing rod and i fucked about forever i cannot imagine what it must have been like watching me play this game but i I feel like yeah they had Rockstar um, (laughs) like a Rockstar rep in the room at all times like just silently
0: just like what is this idiot doing it's
1: like yeah is he seriously going to try and swim across this fucking lake on his horse uh yeah like just dumb shit I was I I was just testing boundaries and shit Uh (laughs) you're
0: like looking at like
1: glancing at
0: them (laughs) on the side were like are they, are they watching
1: I actually I 100% was like out, like just s- trying to see what they were looking at to see if they were reacting see if anything was going on like it was yeah, yeah it was, write,
0: while they like wrote write something down on
1: their notebook <laughs> like what are you writing what are you writing what, what was that what was that, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is it those pen strokes look like stabbed his eighth person for no reason possible psychopath um I did stab a lot of people I I would say I spent way more time using my knife as a weapon than my gun I ultimately killed a lot more people with the gun but uh my my knife was my primary weapon you know what you should have done what
0: you should have just immediately went and started playing like blackjack or like one of the card games and then just fucking waited until they they asked you like what are you doing just like play that the entire time
1: six hours of blackjack well I'm gonna review your blackjack system see if it can be counted um, Red Dead
0: Redemption 2 is blackjack
1: <laughs> make my article how to win at Red Dead Redemption Two to blackjack and then just write like a card counting book <laughs> Just reprint some card counting strategy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I did play Blackjack though. Uh I won like three hands, uh, and then I lost a lot of money and I so walked away. You, you didn't but, shoot them and take your money back? I did not. Uh no. Cause where was I playing Blackjack? I was playing Blackjack in I think it was I was in Rhodes, uh, which is a town in the swamp area. So the swamp 100% caught me by surprise. I had no idea I was in the swamp. Uh, Not because it doesn't look like a swamp. It absolutely does. I just wasn't paying attention to that portion uh, because I was so keenly trying to fucking spot a fishing rod. But I didn't notice that, the, like, the water had sort of changed a different colour. and Like, I sort of thought it was night time. And that was, like, that was primarily why I thought it was getting super dark and slightly spooky. But uh, after a, an alligator attempted to eat me, then I realised how much, like, a swamp it was. It was very much a swamp. Um, it was basically, like, you could see... Uh, a game of the hunt taking place in uh in this swamp is the bayou area which is to the southeast of the map uh and it's in the area like in the range of two towns there's roads which is about the size of valentine uh and that's where i played blackjack and i did get into i got into trouble there um and i didn't get away with it but i i wasn't intending on getting in trouble like it wasn't my plan to get into trouble in roads i just happens to wind up in trouble in roads uh and then the other the other one is saint saint denis which is a massive city in um in red dead redemption 2 it is fucking huge like genuinely huge um so yeah Rhodes. I was in Rhodes. Uh I'd been a place in Blackjack. I got into a fist fight 'cause uh anytime anyone would like back chat me I'd like start a fist fight with them. Um and this one uh I threw the first punch and so the sheriff was pissed off with me as a result.
0: Hmm.
1: Um but So I had to pay a bounty uh, to get out of that. Uh, It was like a five buck bounty. It was like fuck all, I think. Um, That was fine. And when I went back, I was grumpy. Uh, I wanted to make some money back. So I held up the general store. Also, he wasn't selling fishing rods. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take all his money. He had 12 bucks on him, which was a bummer. Because uh, I need a lot more than twelve bucks, uh, so yeah, I held him up. Um, I shot him because I feel like, yeah, the the I mentioned this in the article, but I feel like the bounty for robbery, uh, armed robbery, and the b- bounty for murder are roughly the same thing. So if you can, like, if you murder someone, right? If you, murder, if you rob a shopkeeper, you might as well murder them, hmm. right? If there's not going to be any witnesses, because then uh, you'll, you you'll get away with it, 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 right? Yeah. They won't be able to, to go to the the sheriff, right? But shooting was the mistake I made because uh, there were witnesses to the shooting. They they heard the shooting and looked and saw that I'd murdered a dude. So now I had a bounty for the robbery and the murder, uh, which is double the bounty, and I shot my way out. Uh, and I killed a, a couple of sheriffs. And so my bounty got up to like, I think it was 55 bucks. And, uh, I had about 60 bucks on me, uh, after picking up a cool 12 from this general store. Uh, so I didn't really want to pay that. Um, so I jumped on my horse and I was fucking piss bolting away. I was, I was like going pretty well. I didn't want to shoot Because I knew that if I did, the bounty would go over the amount of money I had. In which case, I'd be... I'd sort of be trapped, right? I'd have to steal to make enough money to pay my bounty. But stealing would probably cause a bigger bounty. And yeah, it'd be a bit of a a sticky situation. Uh, So yeah, I'm riding away. And I'm looking back to see where uh, where these sheriffs are. To watch and make sure that they're not right on my tail or whatever the fuck. Uh, and it turns out that they were right on my tail. And I'm like weighing up whether or not I shoot them, whether or not I do. And I'm using the mini map mm. to sort of stay as close to the road as I can. Uh, but unfortunately, as close to the road, it was not on the road. And I rode underneath a tree branch. And if you ride under a tree branch... Uh, and the tree branch is low enough to collide with you, it will take you off Hmm. and uh, you will be flat on your back. And it was pretty funny, like genuinely amusing. Uh, But then the sheriff who was right behind me, like stopped and shot me dead while I was on the ground. So that was um, not as fantastic an outcome. I respawned back at Rhodes, but I was able to sneak into the postmaster's office to pay off my bounty. And so I was left with, like, nothing. I had no money. None at all. Uh, and so I was like, ah, oh, fuck roads. I'm out of here. I saw some more random encounters. I've been like, I put one of them in my article. And it was probably my favorite one. But I don't want to talk too much about them. Because I don't want to, like, spoil them for people. I have no no idea how many round, random encounters there are going to be in the game. I have no actual knowledge about that number. I assume it's gonna be heaps. If it's anything like thing like GDA five, it'll be heaps, and you'll wind up like seeing the same things as some people, but yeah. generally you'll see your own shit a lot as well, right? Uh but still I don't wanna like spoil the uh the random accounts for people, you know? I don't wanna like reveal all the ones I saw and then people will know them all, or whatever yeah you know I want them to continue to be a surprise I I gave one example the one I used in the uh, the article was the chain gang making an escape so uh, I I came like I heard some yelling and rode over and it was a chain gang next to this uh, like the side of a road and the road and the road had a cart a chain a cage on a cart being pulled by horses and like just parked on the side of the road and there was this chain gang working on some rocks and uh yeah these two prisoners were having an argument and uh the guard walked up to try to break it up and they like pounced on him and like killed him drew his like drew his gun from his holster shot him and then shot the other guard and the other guard managed to shoot a third prisoner before they could do it and they like they recognised that Arthur was sitting there and like recognised that I was present but they didn't like do anything like they ran away and one of them yelled something like "Uh, don't say nothing man and that was it Mm. like I was I I it was a, it was a really cool situation because it, like it felt like Arthur existed in the world. He was present. They recognised that he's an outlaw uh, and wasn't going to do anything to like fuck with their their plans, their escape plans. Um, yeah, but yeah, like so they didn't have to do anything about him. They didn't like point the gun and tell me to leave or anything like that I would have shot them dead if they had Uh, and yeah it was cool like it was just a really cool experience and there were a bunch of these and I don't want to go into them right so I don't want to spoil them Um, but yeah like you just feel like you are going from one interesting aside to another and there are like there are some that are way more involved than others there's the the serial killer that I spoke about from my first preview uh, there's that. That is such a cool fucking little, like, organic quest uh, that you can figure out if you're paying enough attention. But otherwise, you'll probably miss. Right. And, like, they've got all the strange missions, which they've carried over from um, GTA five, you know, but it's expanded, you know, like, looking for the best gunslingers around the world and stuff like that, right? And you got know, these legendary animals you can hunt and stuff like that, right? Mm. Um, and it feels like, yeah, there's heaps for you to do. But it's all, the other thing is that it's not, like, all over your minimap. You don't, like, take four steps and see something on your minimap and it'll be like, oh, yeah, I should probably, like, check that out, right? Yeah. Uh, which I I think is a problem in some other open world games like some other some other games in the genre have a bit of a tendency to I think weigh people down with way too much uh information like information about they're so uh busy trying to show you all the cool shit you can do yeah that it sort of robs it of its coolness I guess
0: yeah like rather than have it be a marker on the map just have it just be a thing that happens to you
1: yeah exactly and it like doing it red Dead's like ability to do it that way is so fucking cool um it winds up working so fucking well because you just yeah you feel like you can you would just go somewhere and find something to to get done to do whatever um yeah Anyway, so that was... Yeah, that was Rhodes. Uh, yeah, I died. I paid, I paid it off. And then I went to Saint-Denis. And this was really cool. Uh, I I saw... It's actually in the second gameplay trailer. There's... Uh, I haven't watched one, that yet. Right. Well, at one point, they're talking about, like, things... There's all these things you can do. And they don't specifically mention it, but at one, like, Arthur's, like, wrenching this bookshelf open
0: yeah
1: and i happened upon that bookshelf that exact bookshelf like completely by random uh and it was like uh, i want to open this fucking bookshelf and um yeah i tried like i absolutely tried but i couldn't work it out so while i was trying to open this bookshelf um yeah I like sort of just wandered around did whatever i could to to make it happen I could not work it out at all uh I will absolutely be returning to it when i uh get the full game but um yeah they uh i like decided that my my only option was to shoot or to rob the the guy the the storekeeper the shopkeep. Yep. So I, uh, when you hold L2 to interact with someone, you've got the option to draw your weapon. And then once you've drawn your weapon, you're able to choose to rob them, which is what I did. Um, so I pointed my gun at him. It's like functionally pretty similar to robbing, uh, robbing a convenience store in uh, Grand Theft Auto. Um, uh, but you can do it to any, anyone who sells anything. And, yeah, it did not, like, he didn't open up this bookshelf. So, again, I found myself in that, like, tricky situation where I didn't want to be caught for the robbery. I didn't want to leave a witness. But uh, this time, instead of shooting him, which would make a lot of noise, I just stabbed him instead. So I switched to my knife real quick, and then I stabbed him. But uh, literally, as I did that, someone walked past the window and there was a witness and this was a fence. He's like a purveyor of illegal goods. So he didn't have a front door. So I couldn't get out to the person. So yeah, I uh, I didn't have the chance. I, was, I still had to get the money from the register. Uh, he had like 30 bucks, which was awesome. It was fuck tons. Uh, it was a good cash injection. Uh, but yeah, the cops were on me. I can see one of the on the mini map a cop was running in, so I hid behind the door and I stabbed him in the back and it was so fucking so brutal, it was like this massive fucking stab, and he like wrenches him off it and lets him flop to the ground and There are so many fucking animations for brutal ways to kill someone with a knife. It's crazy. the best one was uh I didn't write about this uh exactly, but um another deputy ran in and like ran up to me and I pressed R2 Uh, I thought I was gonna like pistol whip him Uh, No, Arthur just grabs his like gun hand and pulls it to his side and then puts a gun underneath his chin and pulls the trigger Mm. and so the dude just has his fucking brains blown out it's fucking crazy Uh, yeah that was pretty brutal and then I had to yeah like shoot my way out of this fucking store uh, so I used dead eye I fucked it up a bit I painted too many people there are multiple levels of dead eye but I've only ever seen the one which yeah. is the one where you paint people um, I guess that must be the first level but it feels like the most powerful so I don't understand how you would build from there like I don't understand how you would get to a different level of dead eye that would be better than automatically murdering people wherever the fuck you paint the shots you know um yeah so I I did I shot my way out of the store and like fucking hoofed it down these alleys but they were very confusing there's a lot of alleys and Saint Denis is a massive city Uh, it's got like paved streets it's got a tram it's got all this kind of stuff it's like very modern um, but yeah I was um, very lost in it and so I wound up uh, yeah making my way down a dead end And the dead end had a gate at the end. It was this massive wrought iron gate that I couldn't climb over. But a cop, a deputy, walked past the gate and looked in and could see me. And so they knew where I was. And I must have, like, I had about a good 40 seconds trying to work out how I could get out of this dead end. Because the run out was basically... It was a run to nowhere. I wasn't going to, like, get away trying to run back that direction. It was too long with not enough options. So I just tried to escape over the wrought iron fence, but I never did work it out. And by the time uh, the cops had arrived, yeah, what did I do? I uh, I threw a Molotov cocktail at them, or a fire bottle, as it's called. Mm. Uh, but I over overthrew it and uh and then I used my red eye again but dead there eye. were way too many dead eye sorry dead eye <laughs> uh, red <laughs> eye
0: dark souls He crack some red
1: eyes. <laughs> wasn't red eye that um that energy drink back in the day as well was that the one do you remember that I not, not
0: came in bottles
1: it. hackers always drank it did they Mountain Dew no I don't know Mountain Mountain Dew um so anyway, yeah, Dead Eye. I tried Dead Eye again, but there were way too many fucking cops. And uh yeah, it was like It was actually this fight that I realized why I had been so generally bad at gunfighting uh throughout the game. I was like sort of putting it down to being out of practice with shooting with a um with, with a controller. controller. Yeah. But it wasn't that. Because anytime I like cracked out the repeater rifle, the repeating rifle, I murdered cunts. I fucking slayed motherfuckers. There's, like, enough, uh, the, like, the auto aim, the, like, aim adjust is, like, generous enough and helpful enough that, like, yeah, you don't need to worry about that kind of shit. Like, I was slaying cunts with the rifle, but the revolver that you start off with is a single action revolver, and single action means you have to, like, pull the hammer down and then fire it it's and like I think generally when we think of revolvers we think of the double action where you pull the trigger and that pulls the hammer back and it's all like one one thing so you pull a trigger and and it's and it's kills yeah but single action is like delayed like each shot is like bang bang like instead of bang 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 and you can do the the quick draw, like hammer out six shots real quick uh, on the six action, uh, the single action, but it's like not as accurate. You can't like aim down sights to make it happen. So... Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, I died, obviously. I had a fucking... I murdered a lot of cops... A lot of sheriffs, and so I had a massive bounty on my head, and uh, yeah, it was sort of like it was 145 bucks. I didn't really have any fucking hope of getting out of Saint Denis alive because the area of influence, the Saint Denis, it's such a large city that the borders of it, like I couldn't go back to Rhodes with this bounty. Like the bounty hunters be hunting me there and shit, and if a lawman saw me while I was in Rhodes they'd be after me and like it just it was felt very oppressive how deep this uh this bounty went for uh sort of fucked uh so my only real option was to get the fuck out of Saint Denis and the entire area the bayou uh, cause it's a swamp town it's like New Orleans so uh my plan was to hop a train uh I didn't want to go to the uh like I didn't want to pay for a train ticket because that's the postmaster that's where you pay the uh, bounty off I wasn't sure if he'd be mad at me not paying off the bounty or not uh, and yeah it seemed like I couldn't get a stagecoach uh, although I believe uh, that might have just been stagecoaches not running at time because uh, all the things in the game sort of run on an internal schedule and so certain things aren't open at certain times and you just sort of have to deal with that Uh, like the hotel might be open at all times but the gunsmith is only open in business hours or whatever the fuck Uh, and so yeah I think the stagecoach was just happened to be closed at the time it wasn't actually unavailable due to my bounty or whatever the fuck I think I just was too early Uh, but the the train had just pulled in anyway so I I just waited I heard it like it's whistle and then I ran up alongside it and I hopped onto it and uh, at first I hopped on a guarded car, and these two dudes inside of the car pointed guns at me and told me to get like to get away, so I had to jump back off this moving train uh and that was that's was, that was inconvenience uh I rolled for long enough the the only uh the only carriage left was the caboose i nearly i basically nearly missed the train because I'd spent so much time rolling. Um, The best part, I managed to get on it and the train started to pick up steam. And the best part was my horse was galloping alongside the train as fast as it fucking could. And then it fucking ruined some cunt. Like this dude just sort of walking along next to the train and then the horse fucking barrels out of nowhere and just fucking cleans him up. And so the horse stops. Uh, and this dude was 1000% dead he was absolutely dead which was pretty funny Um, yeah so that was pretty good Um, and the train took me out of like I just sort of sat in cinematic camera mode until I was out of the range of the bounty so I could jump off I jumped off another tuck and roll affair Um, didn't hurt as much as I thought it would and then I caught a stagecoach back to Valentine I just I I was just sort of like I knew I had like less than 30 minutes left in my playtime yeah Uh, I knew it was was coming to an end and so I wanted to do some like hunting and stuff uh, because I hadn't really done much of that you do a bit of it in the like startup missions uh, but I hadn't done a lot and I did like hunting bears I thought it was pretty amusing um, they're, they're pretty scary so yeah I wanted to give it a pun another a pun on my own and uh, yeah that was fucking terrifying man uh, actually I think I was pretty loud I think I'm generally pretty loud at previous sessions like I'm usually pretty uh, vocal yeah, about just, letting
0: people know you're there
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh just I just I just react a lot. Uh and um yeah. There was that. So the bear this bear came charging down a mountain at me and it did not give a fuck about my bow and arrow. Like it didn't care at all about when I shot a fucking arrow in its face. I it did actually initially care only because it was fucking pissed. Uh so the bear barreling down, that was hilarious. I thought it was like one of the best things. And then when it catches you, it is 100% that scene from fucking The Revenant. Like it gets all up in your shit. You do not want to get eaten by a fucking bear. They are terrifying. So yeah, that was uh that was pretty funny. Um that was like good fun. Um drowning was pretty funny. Uh, cause my, my canoe got a hole in it or something and just sank <laughs> yeah. while I was halfway across this river, uh, this lake and there was literally no way I was getting back. I couldn't have swum back even if I wanted to, cause Arthur swim, I've like, seriously, I, I've seen babies swim better than fucking Arthur does. Uh, so yeah, I couldn't have swum back even if I'd wanted to, uh, I was never making it to the other side. There were no boats close enough for me to steal another one. So, yeah, I just sort of, like, paddled uh, safe in the knowledge that I was definitely going to die. So, yeah, there was that. Uh, The crocodile coming out of nowhere. I do not know how I did not see these crocodiles, but I didn't. And so I'm, like, just paddling across the river uh, in the swamp. And I'm like, what's going on with that log? and it was seriously like at the end of The Usual Suspects. You know when he drops the coffee cup and you can see it's Kobayashi and all this shit starts to come together with for him and he's like, oh, uh, fat as an orca, you know, uh blah, blah, blah. And you're like, holy fuck, Verbal kin is Kaiser Soze or perhaps Kobayashi is Kaiser Soze because, uh, let's face it, that dude who plays Kobayashi, the, the lawyer, looks more Hungarian than Kevin Spacey does but... That's a fan theory that I have never been able to get off the ground. Anyway, that was what it was like for me in the swamp. I'm like it's swimming across the swamp. And I'm like, what's with that log? This is pretty weird log. And then it like dawned on me. I'm like, yeah, those trees are pretty... Uh, that's a creepy, dilapidated jetty. And uh, those houses are pretty fucked up. And wow, this water's really murky. And then, oh my God, it's an alligator. And then the alligator fucking ate me. Like... It was pretty good. Like, all of all of this thinking happened in the space of a nanosecond. But uh, it felt like it was taking forever. So that was pretty... That was funny for me as well. I was cacking it. Uh, but the best one was obviously wandering around in swamp area and a fucking snake bit me. Because it was just like a... Like a... And then, like, the attack happened out of nowhere i just i must have stepped on this fucking snake and i shrieked extremely loudly uh everyone could hear it Uh, like the rockstar dudes in the they're in the take-two offices at um like in they're in the 2k offices 2k australia offices but they're in this like attic area they're like all the way at the top and, uh, yeah, they were, they reckon that they could hear me in their office, which meant everyone below them could hear me. Cause yeah, there's one level and then there's the second level, which is the office. First level is sort of like all the play area for 2K. Uh, second level is the office. And then the third level is all rockstar. And the third level could hear me. Then all of the two, the second level could hear me. So, uh, that was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, I, I shrieked like a, like a tiny baby. And, um, yeah, it
0: was good. You weren't playing first person, were you?
1: Uh, no. No, that would have saved me from the fucking snake. Um, what do I do in first person? I did a bunch of fist fights in first person. They're they're good fun. Um, rode my horse first person. Rode the train in first person. Do you uh, think you're going
0: to play the whole thing in third?
1: Uh, I would probably mostly play in third person, yeah. Uh, just because I think it's a little bit easier to manage. Because they do, uh, like, it's very it's very cool for the the gimmick and like I do it a lot in Grand Theft Auto uh, when I am um, when I'm doing that stupid thing I do where I obey all the road rules I'll often yeah. drive in first person but when I'm trying to get some shit done in Grand Theft Auto yeah. I'll do it in third person um, yeah I just think like yeah ultimately you've just got a wider field of view so you you don't get fucking blindsided yeah. near, sure. nearly as much Um, But yeah. Hunt of the bear. The bear ate me. It was fucking spectacular. I loved the pieces. Uh, And then I went back. Uh, That was the end of the session. Like, I'd run out of time, basically. Uh, I wasn't able to hunt a bear with a bow. And uh, so I'd run out of time. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, throw myself into this river in first person. So I did. I went down the rapids in first person. That's pretty good. Like, it's, it's actually pretty, like... Uh, daunting. You feel like you are well out of control and being tumbled about in a bunch of water and stuff like that. So that's... It's pretty well done. Uh, And yeah, I went over this fucking... This waterfall. And at the bottom was a guy fishing. And it was the... Just most staggering fucking coincidence. It was bananas. It felt... Yeah, I've, I've talked about it already. But it just... It was surreal how it would work out that way, so I shot him in the side of the head and stole his fucking fishing bow, ah, uh, fishing rod, and then I uh, did a bit of fishing. Uh, caught yeah, two fish uh, while I was fishing. The notification that a witness had arrived. Oh, I did all this in first person too, uh, but the notification about witness because it tells you when someone's witnessed a murder. Uh, it's because someone rode by, yeah. and I was still standing on his dead body. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. They reported the crime. Sadly, But that's okay. It didn't matter. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, yeah. I like. There's so much I need to talk about. I don't know. Like this, I could I, I could go on for ages. I've spent so much time fucking about like picking herbs and hunting like inconsequential animals just trying to shoot down like sparrows and shit and like uh oh the snake that bit me i emptied like six shots at it and i missed with all of them uh which is pretty pretty good uh yeah like yeah hunting like crazy dumb animals rabbits spores uh, skinning them for no good reason trying to use their the carcasses as bait for other animals like yeah just fucking it was just good um, I just had like oodles of fun right. and did you
0: see anything from the other session like the missions
1: yeah you do the train station session uh, that's one of the like prior to heading to Horseshoe, not like, not far prior, not much prior, but just prior to heading to Horseshoe, um, you do that, the train mission where you try to blow up the train, um, the train tracks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you do that. And so I did that again. And the mission uh, that, like, I said... To not do, the one where the dude's tied to the tree, that's the stealth mission. And uh, that was the last mission. Like, I wasn't allowed to do that mission. That would have been the end of the session. I just chose to straight up not do the mission. Because yeah. obviously I'd done it before. Um, and, yeah. So that, that was the stuff that I'd already seen, I guess. Um, you learn, like, there was some stuff like remember how how the saloon was closed Uh, in Valentine you learn why that's closed and all this kind of stuff but yeah yeah Um, I think that's about it yeah fair enough Hmm.
0: cool I'm sure we'll be talking about that more like it's only what three weeks away
1: yeah we're absolutely going to be talking about it more yeah all right, all right. And yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, go read my... It's just like 3200 words. It's a, it's a big read. I often wonder if like I should just read that shit out and put it on YouTube. But I think Red Bull would be upset about it, so I don't. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I know some people don't like to read. Uh, yeah, I... What have I heard so far? Someone, a friend, helpfully informed me that the plural of deer is deer, mm. not deers, which is what I wrote. So it must be like a sheep situation. I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Cla- classic. Uh, but yeah. Got him. That's, all. that's it. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's about it.
0: All right. That's about mm. it for the last hour. <laughs> yeah maybe uh, should we talk about some news then let's do it alright we got Fallout 76 beta is coming out uh, October 23rd on Xbox first um, I guess this is due to their partnership with with Xbox right yep yep cool um, and then it'll be later or I'm coming to PC and also
1: PlayStation yes so uh yeah first on Xbox it doesn't like it's the 20 is it the 30th? it's a week later for uh, PC and Xbox right? Uh, PC and PS4 yep
0: they're fucking nuts right? interesting
1: (laughs) three days after the launch of Red Dead Redemption 2 like Fallout uh, the Xbox one is what less than two weeks after the launch of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 I don't know what they're doing. Are they trying to keep numbers down so that their servers don't get slammed or what? Or is it just like, you, I guess you got to release at some point this week, this month? I yeah. just don't get it. It's just an odd fucking t- choice of timing. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, when is the game out? Um, 14th of November. Yeah, I don't know, man they've got a hmm yeah I don't know maybe they just thought they could get away with doing it then it's a weird weird spot to put it I think
1: well it's just yeah it's just a, a dumb dumb time to do it for, for
0: you <laughs> I want to play both
1: <laughs> yeah basically yeah um I guess yeah and yeah I don't know my Xbox isn't working so what am I fuck am I supposed to do there uh yeah okay cool well yeah that's that I guess yep uh next, next. story
0: is the president of Blizzard has stepped down um you might know a bit more about this maybe yeah so
1: Mike Morheim stepped down as CEO and Jay Alan Brack yep uh has stepped up to take his place uh, it's it's like I don't know they like I think we knew that this was going to happen right because I think Moreheim's been si- saying that he wants to retire or at least wind back his involvement for a while I don't think this is like a um it's not like a sacrificial CEO sacking or anything I think this is just part of the plan um but it's it's odd that it happened so close to BlizzCon I think without like but just before BlizzCon you know I wonder if like how this is gonna impact BlizzCon because he's been there for so fucking long right uh are they gonna celebrate his time with the company or
0: well he's staying uh, he's staying there still
1: He's, yeah, but he's, he's no longer the... Is he no longer the CEO or no longer president?
0: Um, it says he's going to stay on as strategic advisor.
1: Right. But he's not going to... Like, traditionally, he's, like, opened BlizzCon, right? Yeah. But wouldn't you have J. Allen Brack do that?
0: I don't know. Right? I guess we'll find out, right? Maybe I this don't. is just their way of being like, hey... Uh, like this guy's brought in, well, World of Warcraft, uh, Overwatch, um, Diablo three, Hearthstone, like that. That's sort of like his legacy, and and then maybe the next one will be like, all right, well, when they, w- what is it? Everyone's thinking Diablo four, um, yeah, for this BlizzCon, and maybe this is just his era,
1: yeah, and he takes yeah. over from here, yeah, maybe. Uh, I definitely think they'll do something to you know pay tribute obviously mm. I just I just don't know how it's going to play out while we are talking about Diablo 4 you see they've got like two fucking massive <laughs> keynote spots for Diablo on the schedule no not seen yeah that. and one of them directly is directly after the opening keynote so there's almost guaranteed a Diablo announcement it I don't know what I'd prefer. Either Diablo Two remastered. I don't want Diablo one remastered. I don't give a fuck. Uh, or um, or Diablo four. I'm not sure. Uh, Diablo
0: Four, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, I think I think they've learned like if they can take what they've learned what they did with three <laughs> and make that into a new game, then that yep. yeah, I'd be happy with that.
1: Yeah. Just cool what, like
0: three turned into an, an awesome game. Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. Yeah. Over time, it turned into a really fucking, really good game um, that I think, like, everyone should get into. I, I think it's, it's coming out on Switch, right? Pretty soon. And I think uh, Switch is a... It's a pretty good, like, place for it, to be honest. Uh, thanks to the work done to make it work on PS4, I think it's, a like, a good space to play, totally. Um... But, yeah, uh, I'd I'd still love a Diablo 2 remastered. I do believe that they will do a Diablo 1 remastered first, and I'm 99% sure the next one to be remastered with Warcraft. Uh, So, yeah, I doubt that we're going to see Diablo 2 remastered. But I I think I'd prefer it over Diablo 4, to be honest, because I just don't think they're they're going to do PvP in Diablo 4. They promised it for ages in Diablo 3. They never did it so yeah I just don't see it happening yeah you go um and that's what I ultimately the most fun I had I think in Diablo 2 after running endless amounts of people through uh the game I think the most amount of time I had was uh most amount of fun I had was pvp in Diablo 2 so yeah
0: anyway cool all right, and the next one is the uh, some sort of Harry Potter leak <laughs> from Warner Brothers. Um, yeah. So this one was interesting because uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers was declining to confirm whether or not this is real, but at the same time taking down all, all the videos on, on YouTube. Yeah. And that's generally an indication that, yes, this is not right.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. That,
0: that, it's, that something's going on
1: that it's, yeah, that it's got some veracity to the claims. Um, Yeah, so Monkey Magic shared a link of this on our Discord. I hadn't seen it before that. Uh, I actually think it looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, Like, I don't know if I want to play it, but I know, like, my little sister fucking adores Harry Potter. I know Harry Potter dorks would fucking love it. Um, Because it actually looks like a genuinely good, like action RPG type game, like uh yeah. Something that looks like they put effort in as opposed to just sort of farting out something with the license on it. Which is good. It's it's the right you know, step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um hmm.
0: What is this? I, I'm checking uh Eurogamer's got a article up from a BBC Jono looks like um, mm-hmm. who's saying that he's spoken to sources and confirmed that it, it's real
1: right okay Fair so enough. somebody
0: not in the games industry
1: but not not Rockstar Games right I think I read somewhere uh, I no remember. Rocksteady was the rumor. not Rocksteady yeah. yeah not Rocksteady games it sounds yeah. like
0: it's not Rocksteady
1: right
0: um, but anyway I guess we'll wait and see right yeah what's going on um, the game game awards coming up very very soon, and I'm sure mm. we'll hear some stuff at yep. some stage about that. But yeah. word, I'll have to watch it. I still haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't watched the Red Dead stuff. I haven't, I haven't seen any it. of this Harry Potter footage. But yeah, everyone's going crazy for it. Yep. All right, all right that's it. That's the news. That's all. That's all uh, good. Actually, there
1: was there was one thing we talked about last week. Yep. Uh, that we've seen more of this week. Uh, and that would be, uh, the Direwolves at World's Plains. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, the Direwolves... Like, obviously, I was upset because Shurn, uh, was at the World's Plains, and, uh, like, got banned for two... two games, yep. which felt like it was, uh... sort of a fucking insurmountable like climb for the team uh but yeah uh UdiSoft subbed in for the team and uh they fucking they won their first game against Infinity it was fucking awesome they didn't manage to get up in their second unfortunately uh I believe like against I think it's Edge uh they will be playing again tonight yep I think if I recall correctly what yeah, tonight. Um, Schoen is back. So it'll be interesting to see how he slots back in, but it shouldn't be a problem. It was just awesome seeing Udisoft. This dude who was playing for the Cubs, like Lyft. And, like, you know, he's just flown in. He hasn't been doing all the boot camping like the other others. And, yeah, he just fucking made it work. It was sick. It was really cool. They played really good, too. They, they're, like, I think. Their team strat wasn't fantastic, but they made up with it with just by straight out, out playing. Yeah.
0: So what happens <clears throat> if they lose this next game then? Is it what
1: happens? Um, the so the way the planes work is it's like a best of uh, best of ones, but like they play twice, I think. So it's like essentially best of twos round robin type deal. So they are one and one so far uh, in their in their group. Uh, Edge is two and zero, and Infinity is zero and two. Uh, so I think if they lose both games tonight, yep. against Infinity and Edge, if they lose both games tonight, I think they need, they'll have a tiebreaker. Against Infinity to see who wins, okay. in which case they might want to fucking call UdiSoft back up because he uh, he managed to get it done against Infinity. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that won't be necessary. I actually would really love to see if uh, if Edge could like get up. Uh, if sorry, if Diwas could get up because, like I said, the one thing that was missing was team cohesion, but that's because they were playing with a substitute player out of nowhere and so if they've got their full team like they might have mechanics and fucking team work so it might be like definitely like some kick ass shit which is cool
0: right yeah okay oh, I'm just I'm just reading like the tournament format and it just seems weird to me <laughs> the way it works it's it's strange
1: uh yeah it's a bit confusing that's why my explanation of what was going on is shit yeah mm.
0: Alright, fair enough. Let's see what happens then.
1: Uh yeah.
0: Is that it? Is that all we got? Questions?
1: Questions. Okay. Um we got two bits? Two bits. Oh, right, Momo writes Prob's a hangover from embargoes on physical products or the disks contain content that doesn't require a connection and is still embargoed until release date. Uh, I believe this is a answer to Johnny Bravo's question about companies like EB uh, prohibited from handing out the game for games that require an online connection, most immediate example being Black Ops 4, which is online only. You can purchase it online, preload, and play for midnight, or order a physical copy of the game, and if you can be to go to midnight launch. So Momo has thrown in his, uh, his theory, his or her theory, rather, uh, of why... Um, I think that's one of the things he said, yeah. Embargo on the days of physical. Uh, it's also, you know, stores need to justify their general existence. Um, but yeah. Uh, then Firestorm writes, yeah, it'll likely be a sales embargo of physical goods. They can get massive consequences if they break it. That Those aren't questions. I mean, I saw there were... the. Look- I saw a question, Mark, but they weren't questions. Uh, I've been rope doped I've been zwa You yeah. got me good, you fuckers. Uh, do we have uh, any in the emails? No. I guess we're done. It's time to go get drunk, Luke. Okay. <laughs> it's apparently the, the only way we're going to get through fucking Venom. The only
0: way that, yeah. We'll probably get yeah, through this. Yeah, apparently.
1: Problem. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, all right, fair enough, no questions. All right, cool, that's that's all right. The, you can uh, find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, YouTube, um, Under the Gap, the GA Podcast. You can search for us, and we should show up. Um, we will. Under the Gap, GA Podcast, one of those two, do that. Uh, you can, yeah, as I said, find us on YouTube, so it's youtube.com slash GA Podcast. We're on Twitter, twitter.com slash GA Podcast. Um, Facebook.com slash GA Podcast, all those fun places. Um, if you do follow us on... YouTube subscribe I saw a bunch of them coming through um while I was traveling I haven't had a chance to check emails at all so yeah anyway Uh much appreciated people subscribing on there that's awesome um sweet and let us know what you think I guess give us some feedback because I'm kind of just dumping it up there on a really low quality video format to try and get right. the, the the file as small as possible but but then basically what happens is YouTube also encodes it so I don't know what size they're putting it at
1: yeah right so and, it looks and, even worse or like, fun.
0: or like even if I me making it that low is any good because they're probably just encoding it to something high and it's just ending up as a big file anyway um, I have no idea but anyway I'm trying um, so yeah go check it out on there if you want to, to do that and what else can you go find us on you can go to our website which is gapodcast.com it's got all the links we just talked about including past episodes of the show. Um, and other things and bits and pieces on there you can also find us uh, on discord GAPodcast.com says discord if you want to jump in talk about some games um, yeah uh, I'll leave some questions just general chat there was a bunch of stuff going on in general chat while I was away again I still haven't looked at it some um, good chats there was good heaps, chats heaps yep. Windows we patches people talking yeah. about I don't know yep.
1: <laughs> yeah that's basically it
0: Pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I think that's it. Did I get everything? Patreon. Uh, patreon.com. Uh, Patreon, yeah. podcast. If you want to help support the show. You can go to that. Muchly appreciated. Everyone does that every month.
1: Yeah. And, uh, uh, genuinely. It's the best. It helps us put this show up. Uh, and let's get away with doing stupid shit. Like yapping about video games for... Three hours? Yeah, close to that. Nice. 2.40. oh pathetic
0: we can just (laughs) another 20 minutes
1: yeah just ramble on yeah Um, uh yeah
0: cool (laughs) yeah Venom tonight (laughs) um and uh I guess we'll talk about that more next week I'll be able to talk about Fallout 76 and maybe some other things Odyssey is out um tomorrow Odyssey is out I
1: don't have a copy I'm I might get a copy, but...
0: Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get a copy or copies of that, and we'll be able to talk about that a little bit.
1: I wonder um, if I'm spoiled for it. I honestly do. Yeah, maybe well, I wonder if, it. like, I'm just going to get in and be like, yeah, this isn't fucking red dead. It, that'll be, be for a like, you a huge fucking tool to about, about it. it. That's true. This isn't red dead. Well, still got fucking blackout, baby, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, Odyssey's been reviewing very well.
1: Hmm. It has been. Hmm. All right. I've seen people call it the game of the year.
0: Yeah, well, it's the game of the year that may be played.
1: Um, yeah. Because the game of the God. year until the game of the year. Yeah, right? Like, crazy. It is crazy. Um, I got Transference as another uh, VR game.
0: All right, yeah, cool. Did the full
1: thing. It? I haven't played it yet, which okay. is why we didn't talk this about it. But, uh yes I uh, will be interested to see how this one goes uh, yeah so we can talk about that next week um, and we're going to go to an Assassin's Creed um, obstacle course
0: yeah I don't Although know if you've seen it
1: outside pissing down rain I it suspect we will not <laughs> things yeah. are for video games that's it uh, has it ever rained in Assassin's Creed i guess in black flag right yeah it's about it though anyway um yeah that's it and we'll be talking we'll we'll we i'll be hooting and hollering if uh the diables make it through the next stage because that'll be fucking awesome Uh, i'm still annoyed at uh shurn for you know unprofessionalism but Mm-hmm. The fact that they managed to get away with it is fantastic. They're still, yep. still my team, and let's, let's get it done. Okay. Go you good things. Are you actually right.
0: trying to drag this out for another 15 minutes, or...?
1: Sorry, <laughs> I'll shut up.
0: <laughs> you got anything you want to pimp out?
1: Um, Yeah, go to RedBull.com and check out my uh, Red Dead Redemption piece. Uh, it is called... What the fuck is it called? The time fishing took me all over the world of Red Dead Redemption 2? Or six and a half hours of Red Dead Redemption? I'm not... I can never remember how fucking... Just go on my Twitter and you'll find it. uh, At Joby Jojo. um, Or Red Bull's Twitter. Right. You should find it there. Um, Yeah. Check that shit out. uh, I think it's a good piece. I mean... Yeah. It's long. It's 3200 words. I am ever in need of a I need like an editor who will like sit down and be all like Job you cannot write this many fucking words like just exercise some fucking restraint for once in your life how many because was because I know 3200 yeah okay. yeah um it was gonna be shorter your your thing was fucking long and yours, yours was like 2500 I yeah, reckon it was like
0: 25 yeah
1: yeah yours is fucking long um Mine only wound up being longer because I had planned on doing two pieces and I just folded a bunch of one of the pieces into the into the other. Um, so wound up blowing the size out a bunch more. I only... I didn't want to do two pieces because I didn't want to do two bits of Farrelly's job for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um... Yeah, go check that out cool. what are you anything um it's survivor.com yeah
0: what's No, red dead was the last thing I did on that um up on that site uh, yeah my, my red dead thing is gonna show up in some marketing stuff apparently I don't know yeah see. yeah it's pretty cool um awesome otherwise press start if you go to press start I'll have my fallout 76 stuff up on there this side the embargo already. lifts yeah, early next week. Just search, press start in Google. It'll show up. It's a pretty big site. Sweets. Um,
1: actually, before we do, I know I'm not doing this on purpose, but uh, I did want to cool. like, I want to I like pimp things from other people out more. Okay. So I feel like it's very boring if I just pimp out my own stuff. And I do want to say, well, you pimp out your own stuff, don't you?
0: What if we swap it and next week?
1: Ah, you pimp out mine and I'll I'll pimp out yours? Yeah nice um no I was gonna say read Tom Anderson's write up of the state of Dota 2 in Australia on Red Bull it's good um yeah it's a good good piece does it just say non-existent and then that's it Uh, it's actually a bit deeper than that dickhead uh (laughs) but uh yeah that, that was my overall uh my standing standard operating position uh, was uh, yeah okay well there's nothing on when he pitched it but yeah Uh, no it's it's deeper than that it's good it's a good read so check it out yeah all right sounds good it's cool to think that like I am shaping someone who in four to five years could be the esports journalist of the year when I assume I've retired because until then it will be me every fucking year I run this fucking shit Uh, alright yeah cool Bye. bye